Hello! I'm not prepared. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode... 179! <laughs> Jesus Christ, The Will. Mega Raid Battles Edition of Wolf Den Live, featuring... The, the two legendary Pokemons whose name I don't remember right now, but it's like Zygon. Jeez, you're like so not prepared. I had to restart my computer, <laughs> and I was restarting as soon as you said we're well, going they, live. I know they know the... the, the did I you had just it call them Pokemons, though? He probably I think, did. I think we'll get attacked now. <laughs> what we are the name of the legendaries, you two experts over there? It's... I don't know how to pronounce Good. it. All right. All right. I'm so happy to have you all. Oh, oh, I, I can do this again. I can do this again. Say hello. Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Walton Live, episode 179, the Mega Raid Battles Edition featuring the Zycan and Zamatenzen Zamazenta <laughs> of YouTube. Will and Bob of the Wolf. Then. We got that. We got that with the, on the first try. <laughs> Joining us. <laughs> Joining us, of course, are the premier Pokemon experts, AJ and Parker of Fanatics Four. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello. What's up? Hello. Hello. Which one of you guys has the sword? Uh, uh the, has the sword? Yeah. Yes. Which one of us is going to get the sword? One or has a sword? No, has the sword. You're both those Who has Pokemon. more swords? So which one has you, the sword? Probably me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah, you would definitely be. Yes, Zycan. You know what sucks, Will? What sucks, Bob? That we live in a free country, mm -hmm. but everybody is mandated to serve on a jury. Yeah, <laughs> it's our civic duty. I had jury duty today, and I missed the direct. Well, I got the direct a little yeah. later after I went home and got my laptop during the the government mandated lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, my hair's in a ponytail. Oh, or, you, or, or a man. You didn't take it out for the show. You're not on brand right no, now. No, I'm just. You know, this is. This is. Why? Why am I even bothering? And if wearing you don't hat, like it, lucky for you, there's. There's I'm a. Keep wearing the hat. <laughs> lucky for you, there's a audio version of this podcast. Yes. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, and even though the show's already a disaster, <laughs> we got a lot of E3 stuff going on. We do. That we need to talk about. Part of it is the Pokemon stuff. Yeah. So we'll get that out of the way first. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, uh, thank you to our supporters here. We have John's Random World with a dollar. We have Chris Green, who became a member here on YouTube. We have Brooks with the 18 months in a row here on YouTube. And nice. also on Twitch yesterday. Uh, TJ Steakhouse with a dollar. Gene Kauf Morales with $2. Who said, Bob, could you beat Metal Jesus and AJ in a fight? And AJ? Why would they be on the same team? Uh, can, can anybody beat Metal Jesus? The guy's like seven feet tall. I think I could kick... Most asses on YouTube. <laughs> Metal Jesus will be at E3, so I will make sure that to, that I uh, saw him that... at last year's E3. Yeah, actually. so did I. And then yeah. I and then I didn't kick his ass. No, because like, <laughs> why would I do that? He's huge. He's he, he's about as tall as us. He's taller than us. He's not really that much tall. He's big though. Yes, he he's big. Well, we'll have to hang out with him all E3 next week. Anyway, Bruce Patrick, thank you for the two dollars. All right, now we can finally get AJ and Parker to say something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we can't. Because oh, first we got to talk about Juden Games with Gold. Yes. So last week, Sony, out of nowhere, announced their two free games for PlayStation Plus for, uh, Instant Games Collection in June, Sonic Mania and Borderlands, the crappy collection. Um, <laughs> and we were like, where's Microsoft? Microsoft usually releases their games first. Well, they of course, they announced it the day after. But because we're Wolf Den Live, we're going to tell you about them anyway. So in June, uh, for Xbox One, you get NHL 19. And Rivals of Aether. 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 Uh, that was at 
that Smash Bros. tournament, Smash and Splash. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Robert's Day. There's it exists. I thought I got confused with that other game. What another one that's trash? The free like Brawlhalla. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that when I call it trash, people get really mad. Yeah, I always get. <laughs> uh, I think there is another game called e- just called Ether, but Ether. I'm always interested when they put like sports games up for free. Yeah, like I, why? That's always disappointing. Like I remember when they put like <laughs> WWE 16 up for free, and I think it was just in promotion for SummerSlam. But the next game came out like the month later. People like sports games. I know, but... I'm not one of those people. I mean, uh, the hockey games are usually pretty good from what I've heard, even for like people who aren't into sports games. So I might give this a shot. And just correct history, make the Islanders win the Stanley Cup this year. No, that's never... That doesn't... That's just not a thing. It, it will be one day. You watch. But then on Xbox 360, you get uh, Portal Still Alive, which is just Portal. The, the original Portal game. That's pretty that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get uh, Earth Defense Force 2017. That's the best one. What <laughs> everyone wanted. Do, do, do they make one every year? They make a, there's a lot of them. We had this on last last, last month. month was a Earth Defense Force something or other for but, Xbox. Yes. Okay. But I think it was a side story. It was like this is a main game. Oh. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. I didn't know there was. Neither did I. Well, people go nuts for these, yeah. these games. Is that why is there Chinese writing on it? Uh, because it's a Japanese game and it's Japanese. That looks like Chinese. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I never knew they <laughs> advertise how much gamer score you can get with them. <laughs> it says that, does it? Yeah, it says mm-hmm. with one hundred and four dollars and ninety six in value and three thousand two hundred in gamer score. That's it's wow. like a currency now. <laughs> So uh, NHL 19 will be available all month long. Uh, Rivals of Ether will be available starting June 16th. Uh, Portal will be available starting uh, June 1st. And then Earth Defense Force uh, will be available June 16th. Definitely get Portal. Yes. If you like fighting games, give Rivals of Aether a shot because it was at Smash and Splash for a reason. If yeah. you Smash Brothers, don't, don't do it. <laughs> it uh, if you don't have a Switch and you only have an Xbox One, then get it. Then you're probably not watching it. Get yeah. a Switch. Get a Switch if, you, if you're in that. Just get Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, and uh, maybe check out NHL 19 if you have no other games to play. <laughs> We're Earth Defense Force. Everybody loves Earth Defense Force. Or I guess Earth Defense Force. It's the best one. AJ um, says it's the best one. Also, hey, don't forget about little old Nintendo, That's, Will. Yes, Nintendo also has free games. Yes, that everybody likes to be mad at for some reason. Yes. Uh, these are Because your, it's not virtual console. If you have Nintendo Switch Online, which you should get, mm-hmm. because there's plenty of reasons to now, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you get NES Classic games for free. And this month you're getting three. And the three of them are... Please don't play the music. <laughs> the three of them are City Connect, uh, City Connection. You remember? No. The old classic. City I don't Connection. remember City Connection. I've never heard of this. I'm watching in my it. Life. I'm watching the trailer of it now, and I. So are they? I don't. This does not look familiar in the slightest. I've heard of the company Jalico or Jalico, but like you I don't ne- seem too familiar. Heard of the not with this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't look like I want to play it. Yeah. Then there's Double Dragon 2, which you're a big fan of. Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. Uh, this is the good one because this is the one where you play, you can actually play two players simultaneously. Mm-hmm. The Double Dragon 1 on NES um, didn't have you that. Mean, you, you mean 
there you can play two players at the same time. Yes. Yes. That's what it, I said. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. But that sounds like you're controlling both of them at the same time. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Does it? Is that where your head That's goes where my head went. <laughs> Be nice to him. His hair is in a man bunny head jury, dude. Most of my True. brain is in my hair. Yeah. Uh, right um, now, I'm suffocated. The only thing, the weird thing about Double Dragon 2 The Revenge is your kick kicks backwards. What? Yeah. So, like, hmm. if you're facing right, you'll kick left. That's dumb. It's so bizarre. It, like, it works, like, if somebody's coming at you from behind, but you have to remember that you kick backwards. <laughs> Anyway, the last one's volleyball. Oh, Yay! Hey, volleyball. Are they through with all the sports? Are they done? The original uh, ones? I'm sure they're myth. Is baseball on uh, there? They, they they had most of them. I'm surprised volleyball yeah. wasn't even on there. Baseball's on there because I played it and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it might be safe to say that all of the NES sports games are bad. I tried playing Ice tennis. It's not bad. Ice hockey's all right. Ice hockey's probably the best out of them all. Tennis is garbage. bad. Yeah. <laughs> you think like, garbage. oh, Pong. No. no. It doesn't nope. control like that at all. It's very bad. Ice mm-hmm. hockey's all right. You um, still lost in it, though. I, yes, in my other competition, I lost. <laughs> that guy who won that, what the hell's his name? You got me. Uh, <laughs> Abdallah. He won yes. the whole thing. Yeah. He is doing the... Uh, the the Mario Maker two thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the uh, Invitational this Saturday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know who all is doing that? I was curious about that. Yeah. Him, yeah. the Completionist, and two other people. Rip Ross. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Ross. Yeah, that was never gonna happen. <laughs> um. All right. Well, now we can get into the real business. Yes. Unless you want to read some notifications here. Uh, what notifications do we like? Have? Eric Henley, who gave us two dollars, saying huh. looking like a bunch of treat snacks. Not just snacks. Treat, Treat snacks. snacks. Avery James with a dollar. Red Falcon 94, who became a member here on YouTube. Thank you. And Gene Kauf Morales with $2. He said, give the Pokemon a MF gun, then it'll be 11 out of 10. That's, <laughs> that's the third version. Yes, that's the third version. That would be our cousin, Phil. <laughs> oh, because um, oh, I get it yeah, now, because they're wolves. That's yeah. why you said which one of us has the sword, yes. because we're wolves. Yes. I told you, I'm not... My brain's in my hair. AJ, you're going to have to control this ship. Got it. All right. Well, I'll anyway. be the one with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, all right. So first thing on the docket here, we got Pokemon. I, I saw the trailer. Yes, it looks really good. I did, too. It, it, it was boss. It was boss, you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very good. So... First thing here, brand new Pokemon Legendaries revealed for Pokemon Sword and Shield according to Nintendo Life. Uh, boop. Wow, look at the everybody's going nuts about the sheep. Yep. What's what's the one that I like from Heart Gold? Uh, you're talking about Marie? Yeah, that's the sheep. Marie? Yeah, it looks like Marie. Okay. Marie is just uh, it's that's that it's basically sheep. that but thunder. <laughs> oh yeah, thunder what, sheep. What is? Oh yes, we talked yeah. about this already <laughs> last week. What? Oh, he's a normal type. That's Wulu. Yep. yep. The, everybody, everybody likes his description. He rolls in the overworld. It's the best thing. Wait, he actually like when you see him walking he, about, yes, he's rolling. He rolls. All right. That, that is something that's going to be exciting is seeing all the different Pokemon walking around in the overworld that aren't you know the Gen One Pokemon that we've already seen. Yes. I'm excited about that. That's fun. Uh, where are we? The white fur that covers Willow's body grows throughout its life and will fully grow back in three months and 
even if it has been completely shorn. The fur is used for clothing, carpets, and other goods and is very popular as a specialty product of the Galar region. Willow live, Willow live as a herd and mimic the actions of their trainer or herder or herd leader. They dislike conflict and if they need to escape from enemies, they will simply roll away. <laughs> they, That's the part that they dislike like. conflict. So make sure you catch them and use them exclusively in battle. <laughs> yes, Don't yeah. give Peter ideas, Will. Don't do it. Oh, they could come at me. <laughs> You're going to get credited now as a Peter supporter. Uh, Peter supporter? Peter supporter. Yeah, because you just told everybody that they use people pokemon in battle that don't like to get battled you no never i'm, I'm encouraging i'm encouraging our viewers <laughs> he's, he's encouraging, to catch them and use them in battle he's encouraging okay okay good. yes okay good i'm All antagonizing right. peta because they deserve great. it they kill more animals than actual animal killers look that up great. that's a fact great got it uh, politics i'm glad we're on life. the right side of that <laughs> right side animal abuse i love it yeah. great yeah uh the legendaries are like what you said before, Zyke Zacian, I think. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is definitely how you say that. Yeah, <laughs> Zacian. Because it looks on first glance, it looks like Zycam. It does, mm, which yep. is a drug. Yes. <laughs> That's the one with the sword in his mouth. Yeah. And the one with the shield on his face. Zam it, Zamazenta. Zamazenta. You know the old Italian saying. Yeah. Just like our grandma <laughs> used to say, Zamazenta. All right. Uh, two things about okay. the legendary. Sure. One, their names are too similar. Usually, the legendaries are, are not. And they, two, they, they gotta get the Z out of there. And two, they look almost exactly the same. That blue yeah. on top yeah. with white underneath. Yep. Like you would think they would swap, switch it up a little bit. Like there's also red and gold in their colors. Why not make the other one red on yeah. top and gold underneath? They're basically the same Pokemon. Yeah, just one has a sword in his mouth and one has a shield for a face. Now, I like the design of, of the shield one more. Yeah. Until I saw the video, and then I liked the sword one more. Yeah. I mean, they're both good designs. It's just they're colored poorly. I have to say, this is a very well-designed uh, generation so far. So far. So far. We haven't gotten, like, you know, the sofa couch Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> you know what is interesting and equally disturbing? His sword probably is flesh. Probably flesh based. So uh in the video it looked like it wasn't attached. Like you know, like yeah. the, the little leaf that comes out of that other Pokemon's mouth. Oh uh, farfetched. Well there's far fetched. Mm, yeah. Who just he, carries he just holds the yeah. stick. The panda guy, whatever the hell. Or I mean uh, like a Pancham? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got like a leaf that looks like it's like attached to his mouth. Mm -hmm. This looks I mean, like it's free flowing, but it has to have come out of him. <laughs> it's got to come from somewhere i'm sure there's some ridiculous lore you know that's like you know his father forges it in the mountains of whatever <laughs> of your butt yeah I mean, the thing with legendaries i guess to some degree is theoretically there's only supposed to be one of them so like you know if there's Which just if one happens to have a sword you know, i mean yeah obviously everybody's gonna have one so yeah um, so if only one has a sword it's not as weird as like cubone all of its you know all of their skulls are their mom's skull and yeah, yeah. stuff. <laughs> or <laughs> where like, did I'm just getting spoons? Or some... where did uh yeah Alakazam's spoons come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just came out of his hands. Mm -hmm. Or uh, Hitmonchan's boxing gloves. They just wear the boxing gloves. Yeah, oh, so it's flesh. That's why some Pokemon couldn't be in a uh, Detective Pikachu because they're like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you get it? No, it's flying. He got too close. Did I get it? I'll get it. I'll get it. Let me do it. With your gun. Let me get it. There's a bug. There's a bug around here. We'll get it eventually. Um. Anyway, there's two other ones. There's this uh, flower-looking thing called gossip flower. Gossip. Gossip fleur. Gossip fleur. Like yeah. Gossamer from the Looney Tunes. And it I'm evolves. Winning. Yes. Into what? Oh, it has... Eldegoss? Eldegoss. Yes, Eldegoss. There it is. Eldegoss. This ball-looking thing. Yeah. Uh, then there's Corvinite, which is like a is... taxi that takes you between towns. It's it's like a black bird He's that just they've designated a as a straight up demon. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looks he he looks freaking awesome. Yeah, it, it's like it's like a dragon meets a bird. It looks awesome. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, and then there's Dreadnaw, which looks like an anime character, and I can't put my finger on what that face looks like. Oh, the guy from My Hero is that what you're talking about? Probably. Yeah, yeah probably the animal yes, guy. Yes, yes. So I know absolutely. They, in the video, they labeled him as a bite Pokemon, and I'm like, yep. is that a type? No, bite no. Type whenever Pokemon? they introduce Pokemon, they always have like a stupid name, like the sheep Pokemon. Yeah, like the balloon Pokemon or something, which is yeah. a little silly. like this is a flowering Pokemon. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, that's it for the new Pokemon. I'm sure we'll get more. Yeah, I was hoping for the evolutions of the starters. Do they give that out so early? It's 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 iffy. Sometimes they do it and they'll do it like in one go where it's like these are the ones that we have. Yeah. But other times they'll like dole it out where there'll be one trailer and there's like, here's the first evolution, and then there'll be another trailer, here's the last one, and then we'll get some type of exclusive move or whatever. Right. All right, so next up is the rivals and whatnot. We got this super extra looking guy. Yeah. The main band. <laughs> I saw your tweet and I just started laughing. Uh, he's freaking, he's the king. Yeah. He's undefeated. He is the great Leon. Oh, boy. That's a Star oh. Fox reference, kids. Oh, boy. Uh, nobody plays Star Fox anymore. I know. <laughs> Sad. Um, he is the brother of your rival, Hop. Hop. How do you, how do you name your first child, Leon, and then your second child, Hop? Hop is a real dumb name. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Also, now your main mission in this game is to crush the dreams of this kid <laughs> yeah. who looks up to his brother and is trying to be the best Pokemon yeah. trainer. Now you're going to be the best Pokemon trainer yeah. and dethrone the only guy this kid looks up to. So Either he looks up to him or just lives in his shadow in de- you know, disappointment and depression. So, like, <laughs> so basically, this is the Spec Ops the line of Pokemon games where it turns out you're actually the villain. <laughs> I love it. To be you, fair, you, you owe it to the Galar region to not allow their champion to be named Hop. Mm-hmm. Can't, do it. Can't do it. Yeah, but little do you know, the champion's name is going to be Asphalt. <laughs> I make the name. <laughs> True. So, are you going to be able to name Hop? Is the question. True. I, and Matt, you can name you have to. You, you have can name your rival in every other game. I don't think you can name Hal. Which was your last rival? Mm. Well, I, I mean, I uh, f- you can name your rival in the original, but canonically, his name is Blue. Yeah, so that's true. But I feel like they, 
uh, they didn't characterize him as him. Mm-hmm. True. Know? I'm probably I'm going out on a limb and saying, yeah, probably won't be able to name him in that case because the fact that they like marketed him with a name and everything, and like he's got more of a backstory than I feel like sometimes there is. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, because like let's go. Yeah. They didn't say what his name is. They're like, hey, here's this dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guy. Oh yeah, it's your rival, Dickface. <laughs> Dick Fasse. Yeah. His name is redacted. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're out on a rampage to crush this kid's dream and then destroy the only person he looks up to, mm-hmm. uh, you will be also, you got a new professor. It's an old lady named Magnolia. Is that a tree? Yes. Yes. I thought it was a flower. It's, you know, no, there's like a greenhouse kind of looking thing in there um, in at least one of the professor um the labs laboratories it seems like something like that uh magnolia is a large genus of about 210 flowering <laughs> plant species in the subfamily of magnolia da of the family nope that's just gonna stop all right yeah i know it's a plant <laughs> command f tree uh magnolia, magnolia seeds and fruit on a tree in northern Argentina. Uh, the dictionary app says a tree or shrub with large, typically creamy pink waxy flowers. <laughs> this is an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Sonia. That's the one that everybody wants to bone on Twitter, Will. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Magnolia's granddaughter. Oh. Usually, they, you know, she's probably young, probably available. He probably wants a nice man who's going to college, not somebody who's off in the wilderness forcing animals to fight to the death. Poor Magnolia. Yeah. She's lonely, too. Anyway, there's Leon. We know him already. Yeah. He's a big extra guy. And then uh, this freaking guy, the, the, the grass gym leader. Milo. Milo. He looks like a Milo. <laughs> and he looks like somebody who'd be a grass-type Pokemon trainer. Yes. Shots fired to so many different people simultaneously. <laughs> I said this on Twitter, but my friend, as we watched the the direct, he said, "This just looks like a kid that got Dynamaxed." Yes, yeah, I was just saying it does. <laughs> that must have been where I saw it from. I think he also kind of looks like Ditto. Just saying. Yes. Yeah. He's missing a nose. He's a straight up Ditto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's got a very weird face mm-hmm. and body. <laughs> yeah. But then there's all the actual important information. Like, uh, we get, we get out in big in Pokemon. Like you just yes. said, Dynamaxing Pokemon. <laughs> I, it, the question is, can you do this to all Pokemon? Yeah. I think it looks like you can. Yeah. Uh, um, the thing about it is, it has like a whole bunch of like weird restrictions where you can't do it everywhere. It's not just, it's not like Mega Evolution. It's not like Z moves. You can only do it. In the um, it uh, well, well, in the places that they announced so far, the wild area, which I will get to later, and also in the stadiums of the gyms specifically. And according to this article, you'll need a Dynamax band to trigger the transformation, and doing so will turn your Pokemon's moves into special max moves. These are immensely powerful and can trigger additional stat-changing effects. These transformations were shown to take place during gym battles, so you want to learn how to use them to your advantage. And yeah, you can only it only lasts for three moves. Yeah, and you can only do it once. Yeah, per. It, 
match, I guess. Mm-hmm. So AJ, do you think? Because I was I was wondering about this too. So because we mentioned that in in um, gym battles and in like the raid battles or whatever that we can Dynamax. Do you think that? And I I hope this is the case that those are definitely the times where the opponents can also Dynamax in some way. But mm-hmm. do you think that also means those are the only places where we as the trainers can like against regular trainer battles? We assume probably yeah. we can't. Okay, that's what mm-hmm. I'm hoping as well. <laughs> in all honesty. Mm-hmm curious on what your thoughts were there yeah i'm pretty sure that that's what they're implying because like everywhere that's talking about like officially on the Mm -hmm. website they're basically like you can only do it in gyms and in the wild area and even specifically within the wild area i think you can only do it in raid battles that's right if they're restricting it to the wild area it's probably raid battles yeah speed of which there's raid battles nice uh you you fight embiggened pokemon (laughs) yes uh, yeah. and, and with up with up with three other people. So it's yep. you and three other people. Now you can do this locally. You can play raid battles locally with you with your buddies. We can do it right yes. next to each other. Mm-hmm. Or you can play it online. Nice. They didn't specify whether or not you can play it with your friends online. Oh I don't feel like I don't see that's the thing. Again. That's the thing about this. I don't think they need to specify that because they're not Nintendo. Like mm. Game Freak is very much so their own thing and they're just like, "Hey, you're going to be able to do this online and they've I never think, done it." I think they need to specify. Yeah, we're living <laughs> in an age where you you assume you can play with your friends in Mario Maker, but you can't. Right. So, it would it would behoove them to I think, say, "Yes, you can play with your friends." I think as far as like perception goes, they need to do that. But in yes. their head, they're like, "We're not them. We always let people play with their friends. We've been doing online multiplayer in our games yeah. for a decade now." They're like, "Duh, of course it would make sense." Yeah. But yeah. Be able to play with people. On the other hand, it, it, people just jump to that conclusion with Mario, where we've never been able to play online with Mario. So mm-hmm. it's like that was less so a thing of like getting your expectations too high um, mm-hmm. and that was promised to you and just assuming that it was going to be a thing like oh online's there that means that you'll be able to play with your friend sure why not i mean it's just the sense. obvious thing yeah right. yeah clarification for the local stuff too do you guys think that means local like with you know four switches and everybody mm-hmm. having their own game or that somehow on just one save file you'd be able to you know have four people using pokemon from my bank or whatever probably i would guess yeah, that's yeah, what would four, be my guess too. I think definitely four switches, and if it's locally on the same switch, um, it, it might work like. Uh, well, no, that it can't work like Let's Go because it's a different yeah. battle. No, I'd, I'd imagine like it'd have to be four switches, and everybody has to have a copy of the game. Yeah, that would make which makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, I am really excited about the. Honestly, when I first saw these, I was like not particularly interested because it just reminded me a lot of pokemon go and the raid battles in there which are like fun for communal things but as far as like strategy or whatever it's not all that great um but i think the more i thought about it the more this is actually pretty exciting where you can have actual you know kind of more like a i don't know world of warcraft type thing where you have different roles that you play where somebody's a tank and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and that just sounds fun and good it's reminding me a lot of destiny and I'm excited about that. Mm, yep. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. I think this is a great way to keep the post game going. Like yeah. Once you beat the game, yep. there's a lot more stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super down for that. And supposedly yep. there's going to be certain, uh, I think it says that there's certain Pokemon that you can only get in raid battles, mm-hmm. which is also totally fine. Yeah. That's how freaking raids work in every other game. Yeah. There's like, you, you get 
a special benefit just for doing the raid. It's like your prize for doing the raid. Yeah. So I think what will probably end up happening is you can only get a certain Pokemon in a raid, and then once you catch or beat that Pokemon, it'll just spawn. And I think they've actually it. said that somewhere too, or may maybe not. Maybe that was something like Game Explain pulled out, but I've I definitely heard that somewhere. But I think that is probably right. Oh, and yeah, in every raid battle, the Pokemon is embiggened already. It's not yeah. maxed. Yeah. And yeah. then you you can of your raid team you can only pick one Pokemon yeah. out of all four of you. So you'd have to like communicate with your friends like, hey, who's got the best Pokemon for us to enlarge? Communicate. <laughs> I don't like and that. presumably there won't be voice chat. Yes. So. <laughs> when um, you're playing with your randos, you'll have to use emotes or the stupid Switch app. Yeah. <laughs> you can um what was what was I say? Oh, the Dynamax Pokemon, or I don't even know if that would be a, the right thing to say about the rate Pokemon specifically. Apparently they're like better significantly than your Dynamax Pokemon. And the obvious mm. regard that like, they don't have the three turn limit, but there's also going to be like some other like uh stat multiplier on it and stuff like that. It sounds yeah. a lot yeah. like kind of Pokemon the... go. Yeah. 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 Or Pokemon let's go even too, where like when the Mewtwo in there was like, or any of the legendaries were like extra strong legendaries too. Yeah. where like, He's, you know, once you catch them, they're just regular strength. But um, while you're fighting them, they're like extra powered up and whatnot. Or right. which I think Pokemon and Sun and Moon. They were like yeah. that too. Mm -hmm. These are basically totem Pokemon, but bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it's. It is good because like it's, you know, it's post game stuff, but post game stuff that's eventized too, to where it's not just like you can go catch Pokemon, but it's more of a, yeah, more of an event going to catch these Pokemon instead of just trying to complete your decks mm -hmm. that uh, said i think it's real dumb <laughs> like <laughs> just just in concept as far as like um oh that's a bigger version of that pokemon you know i want that i want a giant caterpie it, i could i could take it or leave it i just don't care like yeah. it, it, it's a gimmicky thing like the like the uh, mega evolutions mm -hmm. like yeah. the z moves but uh i didn't really need those in my life yeah i don't really care about this the only difference really is that this they're just command teeing the the freaking pokemon <laughs> to be bigger yeah so like they could presumably do it to every pokemon yeah it's not like mega evolutions where they had to make a new design for yeah. that pokemon um but yeah i don't i could care less about, i mean it's the the raid battles are awesome yeah, yeah. the that dynamax pokemon no. i don't i don't care about yeah. yeah i could i could leave that i don't need that in my pokemon game uh explain the wild area to me uh that's just okay. that's just the roots, right? Yeah, it was just no, looks like the open no, no, world. No, no. Oh, so there's so the routes, they're most of them are just normal. There's just you know wild grass, the the whole regular nine that you know of. Um, the wild area is like further up. It's like in the center of the 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 gallery region map. Basically, that's the one area. Uh, as far as we know from how they're communicating, uh, that you can control the camera, wild Pokemon spawn in the overworld. Uh, the weather changes daily. That determines what Pokemon appear there. It sounds like not only do raid battles take place there, but you'll also be able to do more things with friends online mm -hmm. or locally and that whole thing. Uh, we don't know what any of that is yet. Uh, that's that's like it, what it feels like to me is that's their test bed for like, okay, people want Pokemon to be more, but like let's stick a toe in and do yeah. a lot of those more like open world aspects and stuff like that rather than making the whole game like that it's kind of like a breath of the wild safari zone almost mm -hmm. i feel yeah. like where 
you know, the Safari Zone was a completely different experience. And so here they just stuck in a different experience. That was like, honestly, the exact thing that at least I and a lot of other people seem to want, which is Pokemon in the overworld, exploration, 3D camera controls, like all that kind of stuff. So it sounds real cool. And the weather stuff is actually really neat as well. It says here the, the area is full of nature and connects several town and cities. So this is the replacement for the roots. No. <laughs> it does it does connect several towns and cities in the in the sense that it's the center of the region like it's the middle of so the like cities connect to it so, so all the cities are around it mm-hmm. oh it's like the central park of the the, the gallery oh, region oh. well okay then mm-hmm. never mind <laughs> how dare you <laughs> I mean, that just made sense to me. <laughs> it, it, that that actually does make sense if this replaces the routes and like yeah. But yeah. you know, I, I guess you know, AJ's right. This is their way of like st- dipping a toe in mm-hmm. of like a new gameplay experience. And it's all. I mean, I feel like they make it even more clear that it's the thing because they don't call them wild areas. They call them. They call it the wild area mm-hmm. specifically. Capital T. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was just in the wild area, and then yeah, I wish yeah. I don't yep. want them to do the whole Monster Hunter thing, where Monster Hunter is still like, uh, well, I think Monster Hunter World was the first one where you didn't have to load each area. Yeah, you know, and they're like, that's just how Monster Hunter is, Monster Hunter stable. But it's like, no, that's because that game was made in freaking the early two thousands. Yeah, so that's why it ran like that. Same thing with Pokemon. We don't need routes anymore, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grown adults. Yes. Yeah. I'd argue that's a lot of stuff to do with Pokemon's gameplay, but people have confused <laughs> what they needed to do, like necessity for convention. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, they needed to have it be X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to name specific things. As to Real-time combat. None of this uh, turn-based. Not going to name anything specific. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they did certain things because that's what they needed to do in 1996. Yeah. And it just stayed that way because that's what people grew to know as being Pokemon. Well, other than that, the last thing here is that uh, you can, uh, it's coming out November 15th. Yes. We have a date finally. And uh, hey, if you're one of those whack jobs who wants both versions, I might be one of those whack jobs, (laughs) uh, you can get this special little gold pack. Yes, uh, you can get a double pack with both games included. I don't think you and get it a comes, deal. And it comes with a, a gold steelbook. I don't think it's a deal at all. I think you just get the steelbook. Not going to lie, I really want that steelbook. That is a nice <laughs> steelbook. That's a dope steelbook. But I don't know if it's worth spending $120, Will. Yeah. On this game. It's so, going to be good. I'm excited. That uh, that Nintendo deal is not really a deal where you pay, you pay like 100 bucks and you get two games. Yeah. That'll work for this. But I, mean, I don't know. Digital, you won't get the steel book. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, Why, uh, that's so obvious. Uh, I, but I think it has to work with this. Yeah, they haven't explicitly said that it will. Mm-hmm. But this game's going to require Switch Online to play online. Yes. Yeah, we didn't say that before. But if you want, if you want to play multiplayer online, you need Switch Online. So, uh, th- I I think this will definitely be part of the voucher system. Why are you holding me? The UK version of the Pokemon Direct showed a slightly different bundle. So the steel book looks to be no, UK. no, 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 no. Which one's that? The US. That's the that can't be. Look, oh, the, it's got the Peggy on it. Yeah, you bitch, Peggy bastard. Seven. 
That's the Peggy right there. Yes. Oh, and that's the ESRB. Damn it. Yeah. Why do they do this? <laughs> Why does Europe get all the cool ones? Because apparently Nintendo hates America. Because Reggie's gone and Bowser <laughs> took over. It adds up. That's yep. so stupid. That's so dumb. Uh. All right. Well, anyway, that's it for Pokemon. All right. Yay. Yeah. Got to catch them all. Great. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are we in the, in our little notifications here? Uh, just spazzing. Eddie with $10 says, do you think Hyperkin's new N64 that's debuting at E3 hardware at E3 hardware emulation? Uh, no, no, no. You, is that certain? Oh, no, no, that's, you're right. It's definitely not going to be hardware emulation. All of Hyperkin's clone consoles are software emulation. I got dyslexic for a second. Yeah. Pull your hair down. You're getting confused. (laughs) All of Hyperkin's, um, system, clone systems have been software emulation. Yes. To varying degrees of success. I think their NES one isn't bad, but their Genesis one and their SNES one aren't that good especially when compared to what analog puts out i think they're all all right at the i mean you you can't really compete with analog because yeah. analog is a hardware emulation yeah you know? so i think for software emulation they do a pretty good job yeah but uh it's still nowhere near what analog does i'll be interested to see this we're gonna I'm, see it next i definitely want to check this out this is like high on my list uh we have an appointment so we will see. It. And if this and this is if this is pretty good, like I'll be willing like to say like hey, this is pretty good, but because I'm used to like what analog does and like stuff like that, you know. Well, keep in mind it's going to be significantly cheaper. Yeah. Than whatever. It's going to be significantly cheaper. Also too, like software emulation, that means like not everything's going to be compatible uh how they're going to handle like the expansion pack games uh lag and bugs are like more prone to software emulation so i'd assume that the expansion pack games are just gonna work like as if it has an expansion pack in it well i hope so because otherwise you can't play perfect dark can't play majora's mask can't play memory card will be interesting memory card would be interesting rumble pack would be interesting anyway majin vegeta all day with five dollars says what's up will and bob screw you guys Uh, (laughs) my daughter kylie is obsessed with you guys and wood hawker you guys are her switch gurus lol thanks man thanks nice to know nice to know we're letting we're influencing the kids with our switch knowledge and by our i mean bobs (laughs) joaquin fernandez with two dollars the same system could work like pokemon stadium what does that mean i guess like a dynamax system for pokemon stadium or that it, it it plays like it does in pokemon stadium like a pokemon game like that just had regular Pokemon battles. Yeah, I guess. You know, it's I mean, it's it's more like cinematic though. True. All right. Well, uh, the King Fred with eighteen. Uh, the King Fred eighteen with one dollar. Thank you. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Yeah. Thank you. Tragic Toast with two dollars. Game Freak is is saying size does matter with Dynamax. I get. I see. You know. I see what you did there. <laughs> Tragic Toast with five dollars. Game Freak is basically saying that. Okay. He said the same thing. <laughs> but he added an LOL at the end. He did, he so it's more money. <laughs> and Timbo Slice with a dollar. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Uh, now we can get into the rest of the E3 stuff. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned the N64 Hyperkin thing because I didn't write it down. <laughs> well, yeah, like it just came out of nowhere. Like People just started tweeting about it last night. Mm-hmm. 
and it looked interesting. I didn't, but I didn't see any articles on it. So I'm just basically going off of what I know of like Hyperkin's previous clone consoles. Mm-hmm. You know, most famously the Retron Five, but they have like uh, an NES, an SNES, a Genesis. It looks uh, similarly to their Retron stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they'll call it the Retron 64. <laughs> They're gonna call it that. Yeah, they will. Hey, your favorite thing in the world, Will, is being announced this week. Google Stadia. <laughs> it, uh, the launch date and the pricing. Yes. Be... They're doing a, uh, like, what are they calling it? Stadia Connect? Yeah. Uh, today, Google announced a Stadia-focused event where it will share a number of details about uh, the service's launch that includes the big three concerns. Pricing. Games and launch details, which hopefully means an actual date. The reveal comes just ahead of a big week for games with E3 in Los Angeles kicking off on Saturday. Uh, Some news can't wait for E3, Google says. Probably because they weren't invited to E3. The event will be live streamed on June 6th at 9 a.m. or 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can check it out at the link that they provide. Uh, Do you guys have anything to say about Google Stadia? Because I know we are, everybody already knows our opinion. Yes. I mean, it exists. I think it's interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'm super into it because I just don't want to play games on my computer. It's not really something I'm into. And damn sure not my phone. Uh, so, yeah. You can get a Chromecast, stick it in your TV. That's true. Stick this it right up true. in your TV. <laughs> I'm curious in some ways if it'll get more people into like into gaming that only play more like, you know, smartphone games and stuff like that now. So if it would expand kind of the potential user base in the long run, yeah. I don't know if it's going to do that, but there's a chance in any case, you know, and especially if they're like, oh, I really like playing these games, but then Google Stadia ends up kind of sucking. They're like, you know what, maybe I'll get some hardware instead. So it could help expand some of that, but probably not a ton. I think it's a very cheap way to get people into gaming yep. or console-like gaming. But well, we good. don't know if it's cheap yet. Yeah, that's the well, thing. it's it, it it's I bet a lot of money it's going to be ten dollars a month, and if it's more than that, it'll be twenty dollars a month. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be twenty dollars a month, and that is significantly cheaper than going out and buying a console and then buying a game. You know, mm-hmm. so this will get people into. Well, the controller might be a lot of money. Well, how much uh, is your typical controller? It's like fifty bucks. Sixty. And then the N sixty four, the N sixty four. God damn, the Pro Controller is seventy. Yeah, unless you buy the knockoff Chinese one, it's ten bucks. Uh, I wouldn't be good right now. Uh, f- yeah, sixty bucks for a DualShock four at Best Buy. That's the highest price. Right. It, it MSRP sixty. You can yeah. get it for cheaper. Yeah, because Walmart has it for like fifty. Yeah. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if the service itself is free but then they just get i don't know a better cut maybe of some of the games themselves so that you still pay you know sixty dollars for a sixty dollar game like you know whatever those would be but um but they just you know make either more money off it or just the regular amount of money and they're kind of eating some of that cost sort of but then just hoping to get more people in on it i think i think that would be bizarre i think it has to be like a netflix style Mm. I mean, you could. Well, but with Netflix, you don't buy the movies themselves. I mean, obviously, there's well, kind I'm of saying. two different issues. I, I don't think you're going to be buying the games oh, themselves. Right. I think you're going to be, it's going to be a subscription service. Yeah. And uh, part of the evidence for that is that you can send people slices of games. Yep. 
to play. And also just the, like the bit where they showed off somebody, you know, playing a game and the, or like seeing a trailer for a game and then like opening it up and going right into that game definitely seems like it's more like, like you said, the subscription type model where you've just got access to it right off the bat as opposed to having to buy a game from there. Exactly. That would be a barrier of entry at that point. Yeah. And I feel like it would be like way worse if you had people buy like a library of games, right? And then your servers go down for an hour. Yep. Like you're yes. like, yeah. $500 worth of games and I can't play any of them because your server's down versus that was you know, the, I spend $10 for a month and for two hours it's not working or whatever. That was the big thing this week. Yeah, uh, YouTube went down and immediately everyone's like, oh, Google like, Stadia's not ready. All, it's like, of, all of Google went down, didn't it? Uh, a lot it was, of things went yeah, down. It was, I think it it was, was a lot of Google and like related services like Discord. Yeah. I didn't get to use Google yeah. Plus for a whole hour. Um, <laughs> that was a problem. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it was, but it was probably one of those like Amazon uh, services yeah. thing went, like one of the cloud service things went mm -hmm. down or something, or maybe it was just Google specific. I don't know. But um, I forgot what I was saying. What the hell was I talking about? The, 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 the going oh, down. Everything went down. Freaking, how many times has the PlayStation Network gone down? This year? That's a little different because you don't need the PlayStation Network to play every game. You need Google All, Stadia. You almost do. <laughs> Today, you almost Today, do. Today, <laughs> maybe. But it should, you know, if, if like I wanted to play Red Dead Redemption and the PSN goes down, I could still play it. Like Netflix play. has never gone down before? Spotify Spotify went down when that happened. Netflix, I couldn't I couldn't Netflix runs on AWS. So if mm -hmm. AWS goes down, yeah, yeah. Netflix so goes it's down. So it, that means it definitely has happened to Spotify yes. before. I mean, it has happened to Netflix and it happened to Spotify. Because yes. I couldn't listen to Spotify. Those yeah. are two subscription services that I paid for that I couldn't use for that hour or whatever. Right. However long it was. Um, so yeah, it's going to happen. It happens to all the subscription services you pay for already. And you already don't care. So when it happens later, you're still not going to care. Or it'll be inconvenient. What, I, what, what I'm trying to say is, like, if it happens on PS on a PS4 or an Xbox One, for that matter, mm. it's not the end of the world because those things can still do other things. And yeah. it, can, it can still play games. It wasn't the end of the world when I couldn't listen to Spotify either. It's not like I want a refund for that hour, <laughs> you know? Some people do. Some people do. Some people are that frugal. You can download music, though, on, from Spotify. You can download it to your phone. Yeah, I don't so, do that. What I'm saying is maybe Stadia will offer a download to your desktop version so that you have you can still have the game and play it even when it's offline. Probably not. That would be awesome. It would. I was somewhere where I needed my I, I was on my phone mm -hmm. and I oh I was on the train. That's what it was. And then YouTube went down. And I couldn't watch anything on yeah. YouTube. Then I then I um, Immediately clicked on Spotify and I couldn't listen to anything on Spotify. <laughs> so I was just screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing for me to do. No, you know what? I watched the Smash tournament. I think that's what happened there you on go. Twitch. Oh, I was at the airport. That's uh, what it was at the airport. And then I also learned that all the games I have on my phone, I have a lot of games on my phone, mm -hmm. almost all of them require internet. Really? Yeah. So, like Sonic 1. What? Sonic 1 requires internet. And if you don't have it, it says there is an error connected to the internet and then you just can't get into the game. That's, that means that I think all weird. of the Sega Ages games on the phone, like uh, Revenge of Shinobi. Oh, because they're ad supported. Oh, yeah. Can I buy them? Yeah, you can $2, $2 so like remove ads or something. Oh, I'm just going to buy Sonic 1 then. Yeah. Why haven't I done that before? Wait, I thought I did. 
I'm not going to do you this You can now. do restore purchases. <laughs> I'm not going to do this now. But anyway, also, hey, uh, apparently Destiny 2 is reportedly coming to Google Stadia with cross-save with cross save support. That's... That I didn't read before. <laughs> I thought that was cross-play, like you could play with other players. That would make more sense. Cross-save cross save is amazing. Yeah. Because then I could, ooh, it's definitely not going to come to the Switch. But if it came to the Switch, then I could play it on my Switch yeah. and then on my laptop. Ooh, or I could just play it on my PS4 and then I could play it on my In laptop. addition to Stadia support, Bungie is also expecting expected to reveal cross-save functionality, which will let players share progress across Xbox One, PC, and Stadia. It is unclear whether the PS4 will be included. The studio <gasps> is off. <laughs> I'm not censoring that. The studio is also expected to detail Destiny 2's next major expansion, which will be the first since Bungie's surprise split from publisher Activision. I also just forgot that I don't care about Destiny 2. I'll care about Destiny 3, though. Yeah. When Destiny 3 comes out, that'll presumably have the same sort of cross-play Stadia, if Stadia's still around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it doesn't surprise me that PS4 is like not included or like unsure of it because they're like the holdout for everything. This is a this is this is uh, post Activision Bungie. Yes, this is Bungie making all the decisions now. They're making yes. all the rules. This is going to be their expansion that we're going to hear about sometime yeah. next week. And this is their deal with Google. Yes, this whole cross save going on. Yes, it's probably why this whole thing's happening. They never would have been able to do this with Activision. Mm. I don't know about that. I, I feel like it wouldn't go the way they would want it to go, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There'd definitely be some weird problems yeah. with this. All right. Aren't they doing uh, cross-play with Call of Duty? Yeah, Call of Duty is cross-play. Yes, but we don't know about Stadia. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah, coming yeah. to Stadia. Right, 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 and we, right, right. And we don't know if Destiny's cross-play. Yeah. We know it's cross-save so far. Yeah. I, I, I assume it's going to be cross play yeah. if it's, it's going to be cross That would be so random if it was only cross-safe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, we got some stuff to read here. Yes. Uh, Joaquin Fernandez with $2 said, I meant multiplayer. He was talking about the uh, Pokemon Stadium. Yes. The Pokemon Stadium multiplayer probably would work. Pokemon Sword and Shield multiplayer probably works similar to Pokemon Stadium. Yes. I can see that. The That's all only versus, though. There's no co-op multiplayer in Stadium, right? No. Sta well, stadium 2, of. I think. Sort of. Stadium 2 had co-op? Maybe. Yeah, Correct me if I'm wrong. Kind of. Kind of. They had, kinda. like, you could do, like, multi-battles and stuff like that. Okay. What does that mean? It means double battles, but instead of commanding both Pokemon, half people commands the other half. Except for, in Pokemon Stadium specifically, it was just, you get three Pokemon, the other person gets three Pokemon. When your Pokemon's out, you make the call. So you know what I mean? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> no idea. So in double battles, there's two Pokemon out on the field, and mm -hmm. you each have one to command. But in Pokemon Stadium 2, double battles weren't a thing yet. So you can have one Pokemon out at once, but you have three Pokemon, and then your friend has the other three that they get to tell what to do. Oh, uh, so mm -hmm. you only control one at a time still. Right, right, right. Gotcha. I get it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. Uh, hey. Ubisoft teach something about Watch Dogs. You know, your favorite game, Watch Dogs. It didn't, they didn't tease it. Like, something leaked. <laughs> yeah. Something leaked, and then they put out this tweet. Uh, it's called Watch Dogs Legion. Yes. Will be reportedly be set in a post-Brexit London, making it the first game in the series to, uh, outside of the U.S. Previous installments took place in Chicago and San Francisco. 
Aside from the new location, the big shift appears to be the ability to take control of non-player characters in the world. Every individual you meet in the open world has a full set of animations, voiceover, and character traits, and visuals that are generated and guided by the gameplay systems. That cannot work right. I'm trying to imagine... Uh, that means there's going to be barely anybody in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, cause I'm sure I'm the only person on this stream who's played Driver San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the game where you, you warp between cars. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, there are a lot of cars, but every time you warp into another car, sometimes the, the person will have a passenger and you talk to the passenger as if you're the person you possessed. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of fun, but not every car has a passenger. So, I mean, Red Dead had very unique characters. Yeah. Like, the NPCs were all unique. They all had their own little lives that they yeah. did. So, like, it, it could happen. It, it could, could happen, but, like, to take control. Like, what does it mean to take control of an NPC? Like, do you possess them like you do? Like, is this a Mario Odyssey situation where you take, just take control of them literally? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't make much yeah. sense. You hack them. You're yeah. going to hack them. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. You sit there with your phone and you press A and you just take control of some yes. random girl walking down the street. Yes. So is everybody just like a, a cyborg at this point? Is that what this yeah, is? Yeah, I don't know what the narrative reason will be. I mean, maybe you like hold them for, you know, hold their bank account for a ransom or something and make them yeah, do stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's post Brexit, so everybody has to get a computer chip embedded in their spine. I kind of like the first Watch Dogs because it was like just a modern day Assassin's Creed. And that's all yeah. I ever wanted. Yeah, it was pretty much just, you know, Chicago. Uh, but then the second one... Th but then all these Ubisoft games came out that were all exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I didn't play the second one. That's exactly yeah. why I didn't play the second one. So guess what? I'm not going to play this one. It, unless, they, unless they, like, floor me with the... Yeah, with the, this has to be something really cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see uh, whenever their press yeah. conferences. Uh. Ubisoft's E3 keynote will take place on June 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. That is on Monday. Yes. Mm -hmm. We will probably be in the air. No, I think we'll be landing. Okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna, we're not gonna make it. No, we'll watch it later. Yeah. Uh oh, here's a real fun one, Will. This SpongeBob game. Why remake? <laughs> Why does it say remake? Because it's a remake. <laughs> Ahead mm -hmm. of E3, publisher THQ Nordic has promised a series of three game announcements over the next few days. The first of these uh, has been revealed, and it is SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Oh, oh I remember that game. Uh, coming for a Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC sometime in the future. Uh, it is a remake of the cult classic platformer originally released <laughs> back in classic. October of 2003. <laughs> it was. like People like love this game. For some reason, uh, Purple Lamp Studios, who previously developed the Guild Three, is handling development, and the game's official description has been has revealed that there will be an all-new multiplayer mode beyond the single-player hijinks of SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy. Uh, the cult classic is back, faithfully remade in SpongeTastic Splendor. Play as SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy, and show the evil plankton that crime pays even less than Mr. Krabs. I think this is the fun thing about THQ Nordic to some degree is they've got so many random properties. I mean, in this one, I, I, it is a cult classic or like very meme worthy or whatever. Where oh, yeah. Um, but it, 
it's like they can never quite disappoint you because it's not like our expectations are super high for THQ Nordic. It's like, yeah. well, it's going to be something. And then it turns out to be this. And you're like, all right, dope. That makes sense. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel Sh- uh, Schneider in the chat says, Battle for Bikini Bottom, like the PS2 one? Yes. 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 Yes, that game. That game. Remade I had the same HD. reaction. Uh, Aiden said, holy F, yes. I love that game as a kid. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe I'll pick it up with too many games if it's there. <laughs> Just to see what all the fuss is about. I those games are like a diamond dozen. There I know like a million of those. At I know. So, yeah, it was one of those. There were a lot of SpongeBob games. Yeah, so much so that Did You Know Gaming has a video on SpongeBob. Games. Yeah, <laughs> but I think this was like the big one. You know, mm-hmm. this was this was the. Uh, oh, how do I compare it? This is like the modern warfare of SpongeBob <laughs> like, games. Oh the God. one everybody likes. God help me. Somebody make that video. Call it the modern warfare SpongeBob game. Yo, I want that quote in the uh, launch trailer. With all the other critic quotes. Yeah. IGN, this game's fantastic. Wolf 10 Live. The modern warfare. Yeah. SpongeBob games. Works. Hey, Xbox is doing some things. Yes. Uh, They're promising something new for its press conference. Oh. I heard Sony's also doing something new for their press conference. They're not Do you get one. it? Do you get yeah. it? I hate that. Um, <laughs> according to GameSpot, Microsoft is preparing for its E3 2019 presentation and has promised to, quote, go big for Xbox this year. The company has added another intriguing teaser to the mix, although it's so open-ended, it could mean just about anything. In a tweet from the official Xbox account, the company said, quote, we invited some... We inv- invited yes. something new to xbox this year invited yeah that's like that doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't make sense of course e3 presentation e3 presentations are often full of new announcements but this one was conspicuous this me this some just just read it <laughs> just read <laughs> this it. something seems bigger than most e3 surprises and the mention of an invitation could imply it's bringing in something from outside its own company like an like an actual person yes or Nintendo. Sony. Or, or Nintendo. Mario. Mario's going to be on stage. Or Sony. Yeah. yeah. Could be Sony. Uh, what could all this mean? The curious wording could hint at something big, in which case it might be teasing the reveal of next-gen Xbox Scarlet. While this isn't expected to launch until next year at the earliest, Sony has already been talking a great deal about the still unnamed PS5, so Microsoft may want to follow suit and outline its vision for the next-gen hardware. Beyond that, we know Microsoft will be t- talking about its xCloud streaming service. Uh, it will also be hinting at expanding the Xbox service to other platforms, including the recently an- announcement of Game Pass on PC. And it's also planning on showing off 14 Xbox Studios games, including some uh, from its spat of new acquisitions. Uh, I think in- Invited sounds like it's going to be a different company coming out. Yeah. Maybe something some sort of big deal and i think it's going to be some sort of streaming situation yeah i can see it, that it could be google coming out no, like we're putting stadia on the wild. xbox Mm-mm. it could be nintendo yeah them being like we're putting mm-hmm. uh uh whatever the hell it's called x cloud on uh <laughs> on, on switch. switch yeah that i can see that more it than... could be sony yeah because they're not doing anything yeah and they've they're recently a left out right they now. recently partnered with microsoft to bring cloud gaming to whatever that's those are my guesses. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely not Stadia. 
Because Microsoft has their own cloud service that they're trying to push. Yeah, Google seems to be directly competing with Microsoft yeah. on the cloud front. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably not Sony for yeah. the reasons, too, of like that. Because, I mean, you guys talked about it last week, two weeks ago, whatever. Um, that it was Sony and Microsoft had agreed on the partnership. But like PlayStation itself was like what's what's going on <laughs> so yeah i wonder if it if it hasn't gotten down the you know the lane to them then probably they're not showing up at e3 but huh, anything could happen that's true that's true so i mean but nintendo yeah all could, signs are pointing to I nintendo that, right? but but that's a big enough deal where yeah. i don't believe it you know? yeah you know mm-hmm. what they're doing they're inviting banjo kazooie and sakurai <laughs> and they're going to announce that he's coming to smash brothers in and, in the Xbox, yeah, yes. reveal. They're gonna promote only, a different. You game. can only play as Banjo on the Xbox. You get Smash Brothers, but just Banjo. I got it. it. I got it. Everybody, shut up. I got this. <laughs> it's uh, Phil Spencer comes out, mm-hmm. and then Doug Bowser comes out, and then Barbara Broccoli from Neon Productions come out <laughs> to announce the GoldenEye remake is real oh. and it's coming to Xbox and Switch cross cross play multiplayer. PlayStation's Pierce Brosnan returns to do the voice. That will never happen. It will happen. <laughs> and when it does, I'm going to rub it in your face. Every episode, every episode of Wolf Den Live is going to start. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live episode whatever. The one where I remind Bob that I was right about Goldeneye coming to Xbox Live and Switch. Uh, Bat Mabel says, I don't think Sony would show up on another company's conference when they're not having their own. That would make they look like a third party. Well, yeah, they're uh, kind of like outside of the window right now, looking in at the party, being like, why didn't we go? Yeah, but right now, like, they're so far ahead of the party, you know? Because, like, the PS4 is, like, the best-selling system of the generation, bar none. Like, they had a great year last year, all their exclusive games. They got more exclusive games coming. Freaking Death Strandings has a release date. Yeah, that boggles my mind that they're not doing E3 at all. Yeah. But Death Stranding's coming out this year. Yeah. That's insane they finally uh, have a date and they're like we can't bring a date to e3 are you crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that stranding has been like the the my uh, uh sony exclusive yeah. that everybody's looking at and now that it's coming out they're not even showing anything at e3. yeah it's very bizarre uh they also yeah, microsoft's doing other things too though they have a new purple xbox one s that's fortnite edition. yes uh that's it that's it it's just a Fortnite-looking uh, Xbox. I mean, it looks nice. It's very oh, pretty. Yeah. Does it come with anything special? In addition no. to the console itself, uh, which sports a stylish royal blue, royal purple gradient, the bundle includes a matching Xbox controller, a copy of Fortnite, a dark vertex cosmetic set for the game, um, twenty thousand, uh, sorry, two thousand in-game V bucks and a one-month free trial of Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass. Thank God for those V bucks. Yes, uh, Xbox Live Gold is required to play Fortnite. While the base game is free, so much of Fortnite's cult- culture revolves around cool players' cosmetics. So this package should give any new players a leg up in the real battle royale fashion. <laughs> God. Yo, you mean all I got to do is buy an Xbox One X to get a one-up in Fortnite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy, dude. I should note that this is the you only yourself. console where you need to pay for online to play Fortnite. Yes. Nintendo, Touché. you can play it for free mm-hmm. online. And uh, PlayStation, you can play it for free yes. online. Uh, it's interesting that it's 
a regular 1S and not the all digital edition. Yeah, because Fortnite's a digital game. Yeah, I guess uh, they uh, probably didn't make too many of those. They probably, probably not. That yeah, too, too good. Um, this is of your interests, Will. Me. Yes, I heard about Rocksteady, this. Rocksteady, the people who made the Batman Arkham games. Yes, confirmed that they're not going to be there and they're not doing anything. I don't think they're a company anymore. <laughs> because they have done nothing since Arkham VR. Well, they have to be working on something. Yes, Arkham but... VR must have been a very small team yeah. on that. So technically, they haven't done anything since Arkham Knight. Yeah. What are they doing? They got to be working on something big. Yeah. Or nothing at all. Yeah. Maybe nothing. Was at all. that longer ago or not as long ago as Retro's last project? <laughs> I think not as long ago. It, it Let me look that up. Not... No, <laughs> Retro. Think... What was Retro's last project? Donkey uh, Tropical Donkey Freeze. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Well, they ported Tropical Freeze, so. Yeah. Does that true. count? Oh, yeah, sure. Why that, not? That took how many years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tropical Freeze, which came out in 2014 on the Wii U and 2018 on the Switch. Four years. It took four years yeah. for them to hit Control S. <laughs> um, yeah, Rocksteady. Yeah. So. Sefton Hill, who was somebody at Rock City, he's like the game director and co-founder. Yeah. Sefton yeah. Hill wrote on Twitter, "The studio won't be showing anything at E3 this year." He said via Twitter, "Hi all, a number of you have asked, so we wanted to let you all know up front that Rock City Games won't be showing at E3 this year. We'll be watching as fans, but remaining in London, hard at work on our next big project." Enjoy the show. So they're working on something. Yeah, their last game, Arkham Knight was 2015 and Arkham VR was 2016. The only game that they've made, other than the Arkham games, is also their first game they made. Urban Chaos Riot Response. Yeah, what is that? That that is a... They have a cover. Yes. Yes! It is a first-person shooter developed by Rocksteady Studios and published by IDOS Interactive for the PS2 and Xbox. It was released in 2006. Player controls Nick Mason, a member of the newly formed T-Zero Riot's response squad in an unarmed, in an unnamed modern American city that has been overtaken by a notorious Burners gang. So it just sounds like a basic-ass first-person shooter that came out uh, in 2006 when the PS3 and the Xbox 360 were already out. <laughs> if you remember, during uh, the Game Awards or around the Game Awards, mm-hmm. like the last one that happened... Uh, people. There were rumors that there were gonna be a there was gonna be a Superman game, yeah, a real Superman game. And Sefton Hill once again tweeted, "Looking forward to the Game Awards this year. We're still hard at work in our development bunker, so don't expect an announcement from Rock City Games. When it's ready to show, you'll be the first to know." Spoiler: It's not Superman. I believe then that it's not Superman, Mm -hmm. and I'm willing to bet that it's not a DC property. I think it's Batmobile the game. Oh my god! Oh I man! I hang myself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it's got to be a DC property or Warner Brothers property. Yeah, make it Bugs Bunny. Give us the Bugs Bunny gritty reboot. Animaniacs. I'm all is about the Ninja it. Turtles. Warner Brothers. No, but if they did do a Ninja Turtles game, I'd be down for that. Hmm. I, I think it's got to be a Warner Brothers. Property yeah, because Warner Brothers knows that these games. Are well, doing Warner Brothers good. owns Rocksteady. Oh, well, there you go. So. There you go. It's got to be a licensed game. Yeah. I think well, it's I think it's going to be something licensed for sure. I mean, pro- most likely, but I think it would behoove them. Yeah. Because I, I say this all the time. I don't think the Arkham games if if you replace Batman with with just a general 
character, I don't think it, it would be that. Well, I mean, they, they, they since took that combat and put it in like every other game, like uh, Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of Mordor, Sleeping Dogs. I think Assassin's you know? Creed has the same combat too, and I think that they are part of the pioneers of that combat. It's 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 different, but you know, it's similar. It's, I think it's the same sort of like uh, punch counter punch, you know. Right, but Assassin's Creed doesn't flow the way the Arkham Combat does. Uh, Sleeping Dogs. First one, first one definitely did not. Yeah. The second one flowed a lot better. Better, but it's still not the the exact same. It's it's more it's more uh, it's 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 more like bare bones like punch. Wait, he's gonna attack me. Counter. Yeah. I think the worst of all that was uh, uh, Shadow of Mordor, where they literally put the button prompts above the people's heads. It's like, how dumb do you think I am? I know what to press, okay? Um, but yeah. Uh, so we're, we're not, we're, once again, we're not seeing anything from Rock yeah. City. So, yeah, they're no longer a company. You heard it here first. But <laughs> there's a lot of comic book stuff going on still at E3. Yes. Like, for example, there's the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yes. That is going to be on the Switch. Yes. That you need to play. That I know I need to play. I will punch everybody online so I can play it. <laughs> um, but there's also mm-hmm. Marvel's The Avengers game, uh, which is the game being made by Square Enix. That was announced many moons ago. Uh, it's being developed by Crystal game. Dynamics. Uh, I keep forgetting this game exists. Yeah, I know. So we're going to hear about this next week, presumably. Yeah, I mean... E3, uh, Square Enix is hosting its E3 press conference on June 10th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. So we will already be in California for that. <laughs> oh, it's 10. at night. It's at yeah. night. Okay. Uh, as revealed on Twitter, Avengers will be part of its presentation, though it didn't provide any indication of what we'll see. Leaks, however, uh, have given us a glimpse into not only what we could see at E3, but what the game is. Uh, details on the game leaks via the E3 Coliseum website. Uh, f- the the description for the segment focused on the Avengers game, indicating it will feature both solo and co-op play and offer players the ability to customize their characters. Uh, embrace your powers and join key members of the development team at Crystal Dynamics and the creative team at Marvel Games as they talk exclusively about the upcoming Avengers game. Okay. Uh, f- yeah, so we got an Avenger- the Avengers game from Square Enix is going to be at E3. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive? No. No. Because it's uh, Square Enix, so they'll probably make it multi-platform. Do you think it'll have anything to do with the Spider-Man game? Mm, like it being in the same universe? Yeah. No. I think it might. It sounds like they're, they're trying to keep... They're trying to have the possibility be there for their games to be connected. I think it has to. I don't think it has to, because I don't think Ultimate Alliance has anything to do with Spider-Man yeah, no, or the previous know. Ultimate no, Alliance Ultimate games. Alliance shouldn't, because mm-hmm. that's basically an Avengers game. When they're already making an Avengers game. You know? Right. So Ultimate Alliance should be its own thing. But uh, th- this Avengers game, I think it would behoove them to tie together. I don't know. Spider-Man I, don't, I don't think they're, they're going to do that. I don't think they're trying to create like a grand gaming cinematic universe. Why not? Like Why that. wouldn't Marvel want to do that? I mean, it, logistically, yeah. it's really hard because all these games are being made by so many different companies. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of everything. And, like, who has the rights to who? Can, the, like, these people use these characters in these games for these reasons? Right. You know? And they did it with the movies. They did it with the movies because they own the rights to the movies. Mm-hmm. 
So they own the rights to the games too, though. But because well, like Square Enix is making this, Nintendo is making Ultimate Alliance. Right. Uh, Ultimate Sony, Alliance doesn't count. Sony made Spider Man. That's it. Mm-hmm. You just got so Cap- Capcom get- made Marvel vs. Capcom. That, that doesn't that, that, that counts. No, I, no we're just I, asking if the Avengers project is going to be in the same universe as the Spider-Man game that they just. Made. And I don't. That's think the only connection that they need to make. And I, I don't think, think it's going to. I think it would be weird for them to connect the games that are already part of pre-existing franchises, which is like the main reason why, like Ultimate Alliance, is a thing that. I can't see being connected with the Spider-Man game and the new Avengers game, but those two things are new entities within the Marvel universe, you know? Right. So like I could see them establishing a new universe with these new games and it not being like heavy handed with the whole thing of like, Oh, Parker, you know, Peter Parker did three years ago. That was crazy. I think that there's going to be like little references visually. Right. And then depending on how that game does, and well, we already know how Spider-Man did, they'll go a little further. And then, you know, then they'll be like, okay, announcing it, the video game universe confirmed. Also, if if this is multi-platform, I don't know if uh, Sony with the Spider-Man stuff would want to allow that to be tied in. Because, I mean, Sony has the rights to Spider-Man in in the video game universe as well, right? In the same way that they do with the movie universe or is that I think, incorrect? I think part of the deal was like they were, for the movies, they were allowed to make like solo Spider-Man games exclusively for the PS4. Uh, that I, That's a good question. Will Spider-Man for, even be in this game? <laughs> right. He's in Ultimate Alliance. Right. right. For Spider-Man, I think they have a deal, they had a deal specifically for that game. Yeah. Um, because Marvel approached Sony and was like, hey, we want to start making games. Which property do, uh, do you want? And then they went to Insomniac, and Insomniac said Spider-Man. Right. Interesting. Okay. I think Square Enix and Sony have a really good relationship, so mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's it'd be that weird to have it in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But it's also possible that they're in completely mm-hmm. different universes, and we're just gonna have to, we're just gonna have a freaking Avengers game. I mean, it probably in, doesn't even have Spider-Man. In Injustice it. <laughs> and the Arkham games are in two different universes, and those well, are Injustice those is, are both made by Warner Brothers. Injustice is an Elseworld story. True. Yeah. Why would that be in the Arkham? Well, because if you if you look in the first game in the background of the Arkham Asylum level, they have the character models from Arkham Asylum in there. So it's the Arkham. Uh, Two Face, the Arkham Penguin. So what you're saying in the is, background. What you're saying is, it is in the same universe. It is, but it isn't in the same universe. <laughs> um, I'm now now you making me doubt myself. I think that Spider Man is not even going to be in the game, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to leave it open ended for them to cross over at a later mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, that's what I think. I Based think off of nothing but speculation. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh. That's it. Oh, no, that's not it. Well, that's it for all the E3 stuff. Yes. But there oh. is this one little bit of news that we... That only we care about. about. <laughs> yes. Uh, we finally got the entire games list for the Sega Genesis Mini. Yes. And... Uh, I don't know about it, Will. Really? There's 41 games? 42. Left? 42. All right, we got... Hold on. Okay, I'll hold on. I'm, I'm just pulling up the, like, the last 12 that they announced. Yeah, because I don't remember the ones that we already knew about. Did we already know that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was going to be on? Yes. Okay. I think this list that that we have here, um, the Tetris starts the new ones, and then everything below that is uh, is new. All right, hold on. The IGN article? Yeah, that's the one. Yep. 
Where the hell is Tetris? So the last one we knew was the Wonder Boy and Monster World. Yeah, no, you're right. So it's Tetris, Darius, Virtua Fighter 2, Alicia Dragoon, uh, Monster World 4, Kid Chameleon, Road Rash 2, Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite Heady, Strider, and Light Crusader. I thought we only got 12 at first. What do you mean? I thought they only announced like a couple games first, and they they announced, that was forty-two of them. They they announced ten, and then they said there were going to be there's going to be forty, mm-hmm. and then like every month they announced another ten, and then oh. this month they said, "Hey, surprise! You're getting two other games." <laughs> oh, so this was the oh I don't remember yeah half of these games. Well, anyway, uh, oh yeah, the, the Wily Wars is the big deal. Everyody's Wh- going nuts. About well, also time. too, uh, Darius was an arcade game that never got ported to the Genesis. So this is the first time it's being ported to the Genesis. Also, Tetris was never officially released, but it was completed. And it is the rarest Genesis game in existence. Hmm. There's only like 10 cartridges. I was like, why is Tetris on here? Yeah. (laughs) Never heard of that being on Yeah, Genesis Tetris is like the rarest Genesis game. Jeez. Um... But anyway, do you think this decreases its value at all? What that that these are the only games that we're getting? No, uh, my Tetris. Tetris. Yeah, oh no. Well, no, because Earthbound is still like three hundred dollars, even though <laughs> it's available on everything. Very true. Yeah. Um, Strider's cool. Strider is cool. I'm down with that. Road Rash Two is cool. Oh, Ali- other- Alicia Dragoon is a very good game. Rip Sonic Three, dude. Yeah, very Sonic good. Three is not on here. <sighs> yeah, you, you kind That's of. That's very disappointing. It's so weird the what they do with Sonic Three by like not putting it out anywhere. It's very disappointing. Also, Virtual Fighter Two is a very good game. No, it's not. Okay. The Genesis version of Virtual Fighter Two is not. I a had game. a lot of fun with it. Yeah, when, I was when 12. we were twelve. <laughs> Play it now. It's it doesn't hold up. Um, Columns is one of those games that you just see on the like at every retro game store. Yeah, because like up. those like came with Game Gears and stuff. It's a good game. Vector Man. Vector Man. Glad of we're getting Vector Man. Uh, uh, Sonic Spinball. Glad we're getting that. Yeah. Uh, Street, Street Fighter 2 Special Championship Edition. Shinobi 3, possibly the best Sega Genesis game. Yes. Streets of Rage 2, one of my favorites. Uh, Contra Hardcore, which is the first time it's being uh, re released ever, mm. along with uh, Castlevania Bloodlines. That's There's, cool. Yeah. That we're getting Castlevania. Uh, Earthworm Jim, Castle of Illusion, and World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. That what? That's the first thing that I saw, and I was like, "Wait a second. Yeah, are we gonna get Aladdin? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we are not getting Aladdin. Nope. But I will say, I think this is a very good list. Mm-hmm. It includes the majority of games from that era that you would want to have on a Genesis collection. Honestly, the only ones that are missing that I'm disappointed about mm-hmm. are uh, really the only one that I'm that I'm upset about is Sonic Three, and yeah. I knew that that was going to be difficult for them to do or yeah. get because for some reason, probably yeah. the music, they haven't been able to port that yeah. recently. Um, Sonic and Knuckles, also at least, yeah. you know, uh, and it would have been nice to have Aladdin. Yeah, especially if they already have a Mickey Mouse game. Yeah, two Mickey Mouse games. Yeah, then freaking get Aladdin. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I yeah. mean, we're getting the Wily Wars, which is crazy. We're getting the Wily Wars. Again, we're getting uh, Darius and Tetris, which are big deals. Yeah. And Shinobi 3. Shinobi 3. So Sonic 2 is a very, you know, probably the second best Sonic game on the Genesis. 
And is there a price? Yeah, uh, yeah. eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. All right, so it's like so, a, it's like an SNES class. Yeah, or was that sixty? No, that was 80. that was eighty. That was eighty it came with yeah. two controllers. It's eighty, and it came with less games. Yes. Oh, this comes with two controllers also. It yes. Looks like. But this in America, it's coming with a three-button controller. The the six-button controller you gotta buy separately. It what it, is it coming with six button in Europe? I think in Japan. Okay. Yeah. The the Japanese are allowed to have better stuff because they. Did been- you <laughs> did you see that in Japan, you can buy for this a Sega CD and 32x add-on. I saw that. And what? wait, wait. Keep, go on. <laughs> you can, all right, so you, you can buy, uh, you can buy a pack. It comes with a, a Sega CD Mini, mm-hmm. a 32X Mini, and a mini cartridge of Sonic One that you can like add to the the Genesis Mini. Is it just the aesthetic? It's just the aesthetic. Ah, okay. <laughs> you left that part out. <laughs> I was getting to that. How much is it? It's like forty bucks American. Oh my God, that's so much. Just a plastic. I know that I would totally get. I know I me would too. Totally get that. <laughs> we wouldn't even have any of that stuff. I know. in real life. It's expensive to get uh, a thirty-two X. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We should get a Sega CD, especially because the analog works with it. It might be Sega CD though. Yeah. Uh. F- yeah, the Mega Drive Tower Mini will cost uh, about $37 US. According to the live stream for Sega Japan, the uh, the Mega Drive Mini will release on September 19th, the same day the Genesis Mini launches worldwide. It is not clear how limited the Mega Drive Tower Mini will be or whether it will be released outside of Japan. I kind of hope it is. There's two <laughs> listings on eBay right now Yeah, that both come with Doom for some reason. That was like the most popular game for the... One's $100, one's $120. Buy I'm, su- it now. I'm surprised. Yeah. Because I always see like on uh, like YouTubers talking about like, yeah, I bought my 32X for like five bucks at a garage sale yeah, or whatever. Yeah, go to a garage yeah. sale. Uh, Sega CD. I don't see any buy now. Oh! With the Genesis Model 1, $180. Oh, it's refurbished. Oh. Uh, this guy. What does this guy think he's getting? $260! What? These people, man. That's a Sega pro- CD, $210. Comes with Madden. <laughs> Classic. These people are insane. Yeah. This is a lot. Sega Genesis, two of them. Just in case. A Model 1 and a Model 2. The Sega 32X, two of them. <laughs> a Sega CD Model 2 and nine games for 175 bucks. That's a That's very good deal. That's good compared to mm-hmm. what yeah. we were just reading before. And yeah, this is the... That's like, that's like, uh, like the final form, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for the news. Yeah. We had speaking of uh, leaks. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Nintendo Direct leaked, like basically yeah. everything that's in the Nintendo Direct. But we decided not to talk about it because <laughs> we didn't want sp- people get mad when we spoil. Nintendo Direct. Yeah. And this seems like it's pretty solid. Like, AJ, explain it. Um, so a while ago, there was a 4chan. There was like this dude on 4chan that claimed to be upset that he got fired or something from Game Freak. Um, and he posted a whole lot of information about Pokemon Sword and Shield that ended up to be confirmed in this. And he posted that like a couple months ago. Like, it was a while ago. 
when he was basically around the time when they announced the game. Um, and all that stuff confirmed to be true. There's a, there's a lot more stuff in addition to that, but don't worry. Don't what was that on Reddit? Um, the it was on 4chan, the initial oh, post. 4chan. Yeah, is it only Pokemon stuff? Yes. Oh, okay. So if you want to learn more about Pokemon Sword and Shield, you can go look up this guy's 4chan yeah. post. <laughs> a whole bunch of game sites uh, did news articles about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, there's other channels that talk about it too. People were mad that gaming sites were uh, spoiling the Destiny raid or the Destiny. Some Destiny news, they like put the spoilers in the title and the yeah. thumbnail. We try not to do that. But anyway, uh, we got some super chats here. Yes. Uh, Ryan Rumsey, thank you for being a member. Gene Clark thank Morales, you. thank you for the dollar. Super Saiyan 7, $5. Bob, you're stumbling on a lot of things. That man bun must be too damn tight. Take it out. Also, hi, Will, AJ, and Park. Hey. Hi, hello. Uh, no. Yeah. You just have to deal with it. Uh, your best friend. LKM Cherokee with $5. Hey, Will. Thoughts on DC on Deceased 2, Shazam 6, Green Lantern 8, and Justice League 25. Also, thoughts on Detective Comics Annual 2. That's so much reading. I like how... Did that all come out today? No. Detective Comics came out last week. And I like how if I say I didn't get to something last week, he reminds me... <laughs> To read it this week. <laughs> so, Detective Comics is actually on my pull list, and I read it, and it's very good. I thought it was a very good, short, one and done story connecting back to uh, the classic Batman story, year two, that often gets forgotten, but should not be because it's very good. Todd McFarlane did the art for it. Really? Yeah. He's doing art? This was back in the 80s. Oh. The, the original Batman year two. Right, right, right. Tom McFarlane doing Batman. He hasn't done anything. He's just angry. Well, he's doing Spawn now. He's bringing back Spawn. You know, Spawn's yeah. going to be Spawn 300. Sure just the longest running independent creator own thing. And we're going to do the movie. Jamie Foxx is going to be Spawn. I heard. I have nothing against Todd McFarlane. I just think it's crazy how much he loves Spawn. I heard he's trying to pitch a Spawn movie that doesn't have Spawn in it. And he's the reveal <laughs> at the end. He's been, and, he's, and he spoiled, he basically spoiled the movie. He's been try, He's been <laughs> pitching this Spawn movie that he's going to direct. He's never directed a movie before for like four years. And like he, he said, like Jamie Foxx is going to be Spawn. Like he took pictures with Jamie Foxx and everything. Jamie Foxx is like, yeah, no, I'm going to be Spawn. It's going to be great. But I don't know, man. I think, I think we're past the Spawn movie. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, and everything else, I, I guess, is okay. <laughs> it's uh, hard for me to read everything he requests because a, it's all stuff he likes, and b, you know, it's it's so much, and I have like an hour to read it. So is this like stuff that he's already read, and he just wants to know what you think, or is he trying to like gauge whether or not it's worth him reading? I think it's stuff he's already because it's always this. It's always the same comics all the time. It's always uh, Shazam. It's always Green Lantern. It's, it's always Justice stuff League. that LKM Cherokee has also read yes. and just okay. wants the opinion yeah. of somebody else and, and look like, like he just wants to have the conversation i've read mm-hmm. the earlier issues in these series and they are good and as long as the creative team doesn't change or they don't do something completely stupid i imagine like it the consistency is you know maintained throughout mm-hmm. uh it's just that i'm current those comics are currently not on my personal pull list also, JT Mitchell, 87. Thank you for resubscribing on Twitch for three months. Uh, Eddie Alve with $10. What do you guys think about arcade one-up cabinets? And do you have an appointment to visit them at E3? I never paid them any mind until they put out the Mortal Kombat one. I did just hear about the Mortal Kombat. Yes. 
that's pretty cool. It looks nice. Uh, I've heard those things are very good. Uh, they're not, you know, they're not life size, but they're big and they they play just as well as a regular arcade cabinet. So we have an appointment with my arcade. That's not the same. No. Yeah. No. We don't have an appointment. Well, I mean, we'll go check it out. If yeah, no, we'll definitely check it out. Uh, f- yeah, no, I've everything I've heard about them is good. So if if you if you're a big fan of one of those games, especially Mortal Kombat. Go for it. Where are you gonna put it? That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where are you putting this thing? Yeah. You got a freaking uh, RGT over there <laughs> with, with his like whole arcade room. Yeah. It's like, uh, are you renting? <laughs> 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 with this freaking listen, man, you can do whatever you want with your house. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, no, I have a friend who built his own arcade, and it's just it's huge. It takes up a lot of space. And it's in his basement in his little gamer corner. Yeah. That's well, just one, though. Yeah. RGT's got, like, a game room. Yeah. Yeah. He got the basketball, like, game. Oh, the one, <laughs> like, like, the hoops game? Yeah. Oh, and then he, like, rolls the ball back to you. Like, the one that takes up the most yeah. room. <laughs> that's that's uh, just insane. Some dedication right there. Yeah, I I'll tell you. <laughs> and some pissed off neighbors if you live mm-hmm. in a complex. <laughs> Um, all right, that's it. Uh, hey, now we do the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Uh, I forgot to go to the PO box today, so we're not unboxing anything okay. until two weeks from now. Oh, this is great. Unfortunately, uh, uh, am I gonna have to censor this again? Does he curse? <laughs> I mean, it's Alex Jones, so I imagine he does. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you people won't be able to hear it, but they will. Uh, here we go. <laughs> from unusual videos again uh this is alex jones and koopa the quake come on over here come on over here he he did not curse okay it's just alex jones racing koopa the quake <laughs> <laughs> uh that was good that was that was a good time all right, now is when we talk to you people. Yes! As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfdenLive. If you left a comment on last week's Wolf Den Live, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching at home, please be sure to leave us your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Uh, not too many hashtags, which is good. Yeah, I'm surprised. Because last week we got a crap ton. Yes. Uh... John Snorlax TV, do you think that going forward, Nintendo is going to stick with future console releases being hybrid style like the Switch? Was the 3DS the last true handheld? I definitely think the 3DS was the last. Uh, well, I I think that for for the near future, we're going to be getting uh, hybrid cons we're gonna be getting hybrid consoles yeah i think it's gonna be like the switch Mm because it's doing really well yes and that's just nintendo's space right now yeah um that's not to say that things won't change in the future the market might just lean towards something else nintendo's always going to be innovating and doing things that we don't expect so uh i think the next like two or three consoles are going to be hybrid situations Mm -hmm. uh that means that there won't be a 3ds style handheld but that doesn't mean that it's never going to happen again. Yeah. AJ Parker. Um, I think 
I think that, yeah, that's what they're going to stick to is the, the hybrid consoles. There's no real reason for them to do a dedicated handheld because like the only, the only thing that separates the switch from being a dedicated handheld really in the minds of most people in, like in the market is the price. Um, so like once they get to the point where they can just say, Hey, uh, here's a switch, whether it be a switch mini or just like the switch version that we have now later down the line, if they can offer that for $150 effectively in their mind, that's the handheld console. That's the one for the kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I think they're just going to stick with the hybrids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is the market, I mean, like you said, Bob, at this point, just, we want consoles, but to be able to take them on the go as well, which whether that be going to the bathroom or not. Uh, (laughs) It's always going to the bathroom. I mean, there's always that. Um, So yeah, I think until that, like this, just the landscape is so different that that's not something that's required anymore. I think it's a great niche to have found and they are not competing in the kind of like hardware race in the same way that uh, a lot of the other stuff is to where they really don't need to switch it up. And then especially if they get into some kind of cloud gaming that ends up being more beneficial and then they have that aspect as well where they can still do more hardware intensive games, but just not running off their specific hardware, but rather the hardware of cloud type stuff, then they've kind of got the best of both worlds at that point as well. I think it'd be really cool to see like a really low powered, like Game Boy Advance style. (laughs) <laughs> like like <laughs> system yeah. for like 50 bucks you know that'd be interesting in the future that'd be really cool yeah. um i think we're gonna get a game boy classic at some point that i mean alex then you gotta like i feel like that might has had the potential to be more expensive than uh an, an nes classic because then you gotta think of like uh you know adding a screen to it uh how are you gonna handle multiplayer is gonna be yeah, wireless it'll be like 100 or... bucks yeah. yeah which is a lot but yeah. i mean you know I think it would sell super well. I know yeah. I mentioned the idea of a Game Boy Classic to my wife and she was immediately on board. So <laughs> I think like people would buy it, but it's one of those things that I don't know, like some things we all know we want, but Nintendo's like, I don't think people really want that. And yeah. then yeah. I think that's one of those kinds of things, possibly. It's also that, true that we could say that we want that and then we, uh, nobody buys it. <laughs> or it could be one of the situations where Nintendo knows what we want. We don't think we want it. We get mad at them for suggesting we want that. But then we get it and we're like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I want. Yeah. Like the Switch. <laughs> like, yeah. A lot of people were like that with the Switch. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Colwell says, what's your one unrealistic E3 dream? Uh, Phil Spencer, <laughs> Doug Bowser, Barbara Broccoli come out on stage. Monasta, <laughs> Cold Nights coming for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch cross-platform play multiplayer. And Pierce Brosnan is revi- reprising his role as James Bond. Also, Resident Evil Two remake on Switch. This isn't this isn't an E3 uh, hope okay. because Sega does a lot of announcements at South by Southwest. Oh, true. Hear me out. Okay. I'm in the audience. Okay. South by Southwest. Sonic panel. Yeah. They announce a Sonic Adventure 3. Crush 40 comes out. Yeah. They start playing Live and Learn. They go, oh no, our drummer's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know how to play the drums in this song? I go, I do. And then I play the drums in Crush 40. <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> What's his name's going to be at too many games? You better get buddy yeah, buddy with the, him real quick. The, yeah. The singer. Yeah. I'm going to just start singing it in his face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I sing the whole song to you right now? <laughs> uh, Jordan, Super Saiyan, uh, says... Well, wait. What about uh, AJ and Parker? You're unrealistic. 
Um, I don't have a fever dream like that, but uh, just you know, just put xCloud on Switch, do that. <laughs> you know? Honestly, same, but I'll go ahead and also say Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, yeah, they're okay. crazy. Here yeah, we, we need uh, more, uh, more uh, fever dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan says the Wolf Den and Fanax 4. What are each of you hoping to hear about at E3 this year? I'm hoping we get some good info about that Harry Potter RPG that was quote leaked last year. Remember that? Was that leaked or did that get canceled? It, I think it leaked. It leaked, yeah. It leaked. Oh, well, right. yeah, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, I remember we talked about it, but I don't remember saying like it got canceled eventually. Like, are they still working on that game? I'm getting this confused with the Pokemon Go style Harry yeah. Potter game. Right? Yeah. Because that's also a thing that's happening. Well, that's out. Cool. I don't remember out. hearing anything about it getting canceled. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have happened and I missed it though too. So I think the whole, all that stuff came out and then the company was really mad about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we don't have anything to announce at this time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't expect any. That was an unfinished thing. Like, yeah. You weren't supposed to see that. Oh, so you think they're turning the car around and going home? <laughs> that's what Will thinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who's making it. I don't. I don't uh, remember it. It's Warner Brothers, I think. Well, I guess. Yeah, Warner Brothers is the publisher. Is this Rocksteady? No. Somebody said that. Somebody I, said that in the chat earlier. I think yeah. it was French Topher. It's rumored to be developed by Avalanche. Oh. Which one? <laughs> oh, not A- Avalanche Software, okay. not Avalanche That's Studios. That. Okay. Yeah. It's Rage Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> um interesting okay hmm what was the question so where would we see that <laughs> i guess the probably f- microsoft yeah yeah because like also apparently one of my friends was telling me like Sekiro teased or like from soft teased you know maybe Sekiro dlc or something like that and i was like yeah but activision's not there this year but probably in that case Microsoft presentation. Yeah, yeah. Like That's Microsoft right. is, if you if the company doesn't have a panel already, would have to be at Microsoft. Yeah, kind of a catch-all. Yeah. The question was, uh, what are you hoping for at E3? Oh. Uh, and he said he hopes for this. Yeah. Harry Potter game. Mm-hmm. I hope that. I mean, we're not going to. They're not going to say that much about Pokemon, but I hope they say more about that. That's what I want. <laughs> I hope that. Uh, all right, hear me out. Okay, Crush Forty's play. play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm getting Mario Maker too. Yeah, I just hope that I can play it as early as possible so I can make a video as soon as possible. I yeah. I did hear that like Sega is working on another Sonic game, like a like a sequel to Sonic Forces. Of course they are. Yeah. Ew, gross. Not not Maybe. like a direct sequel, but like the next mainline Sonic game. Right. Let let freaking uh, Christian Whitehead and the whole Mania team work on uh sonic adventure 3. Mm-hmm. see i would with be, help with help because they're used to making the 2d games i don't know yeah. I, would, I would want a team that's done 3d sonic games to give them yeah let them uh let them supervise all right how, uh, how, i don't know how you stop being a freaking frick all right uh, yeah frick. Dude, let them know what they wanted to, let them what's his name uh taika watiti was like uh i've never made one of these movies before oh you know, yeah with, with, the, thor. with thor he's like i've never done it. i just let the people who knew what they were doing yeah. do it and i just worked on the comedy and now he's making akira <laughs> yeah that, i mean yeah uncertain sound 
says, I know it's not the same thing, but I don't think it's absurd for a Marvel game universe like the MCU if you treat developers as if they are the equivalent of directors of each game franchise slash franchise. I think the weirdest part is that one is a Sony exclusive. Yeah, and I think I think that's you know tripping me up here because yeah. like you have one company making one game and another company making another game. This is not like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where one company is making all of the movies. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they have a partnership with Sony for Spider Man, but that's about. I mean, it. he's on to something with the uh, create uh, uh, like equating directors to game companies right but uh, the only the weird the weird thing is uh the exclusivity for so sony published spider-man and square enix is publishing avengers if marvel published both of them that would right. be one thing but they're not they're just merely licensing out the characters um i don't know if that is the problem uh because like for instance uh rise of the tomb raider that was published initially by microsoft um but then it came out on playstation and they published it on their platform right but i think that's uh, i guess so because like square enix like ultimately owns tomb raider right microsoft plays nice sony notoriously does not yeah but i don't i don't think spider-man's going anywhere because i think playstation owns that and they're like, nah, that's not going anywhere. But I don't know about like whatever Square Enix is going to do, you know? I, like, I think this um, would go one of two ways. Either either Sony's going to start to play nice because things look like they might be going yeah. that way, or uh, the Avengers game is going to be on PlayStation. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just like a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do that though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if they'll do that either. But I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Mm-hmm. They did it with Spider Man. Yeah. Trap with the hashtag Wolves Alive. Are you guys surprised that they already rule 34 Wulo? No. Yes, but also no. <laughs> That's the sheep Pokemon. Yeah. And rule 34 is if it exists, there is a porn of it. Which I always thought was rule 69 because that makes way more sense. It should be rule 69. Um, nobody Google what that means. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's probably worse. Yeah. Luis F says, "Hey guys, Nier Automata has been heavily rumored for the Nintendo Switch. Do you think it might happen?" Uh, I don't see why it's not. It's a Japanese game, sure. Is yeah. that exclusive to anything? No. no. Right. So yeah, why not? Yeah, like Nier Automata can definitely come to the Switch. Oh, developed by Platinum Games, of course it's coming to the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Published by Square Enix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that makes a lot of sense for that to come to the Switch. All right, now we're on to last week's yes. Wolfden Live comments. Uh, Duncan Wood says, Hey, Bob and Will, I look forward to listening to you every Thursday morning at work. Question for you. What are your preferences for reading comics? Do you subscribe to Comicsology or Marvel Unlimited, or do you prefer to get any everything physical, physically? Physically. Physically. I just, sta- I just started, uh, and I have the X-Men Days of Future Past book. Is this a good place to start? Keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, so I primarily, digital comics primarily use Comixology. I'm not subscribed to Unlimited. I buy them a la carte. Um, I had a Marvel Unlimited subscription. Um, I did, I've never renewed it, though. Um, and I do have DC Universe, uh, but I don't I haven't dove into that as much as I would like. Uh, f- the problem, My problem with you know Marvel Unlimited and Comixology Unlimited and DC Universe is that they give you everything, so I don't want to read anything. Mm. <laughs> uh, regular comicsology, I just buy what I want and read it at my own pace. 
So I like that, but you can't go wrong with uh, any of those ways, really. Uh, I try to buy less physically than I used to just because I'm running out of room in my house. I got a tiny house. Um, and Days of Future Past is a great comic. I don't know if it's a great place to start. <laughs> I imagine it's very confusing. Because it, it, it's like it builds on like a lot of X-Men history. And it takes place almost immediately after Dark Phoenix. Which is another really big... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, look, it, it's a good story. Uh, and you, you can follow the Stan Lee uh, ideology, which is that every comic is somebody's first. So no matter what you read, it, you should be able to uh, follow it and understand it. And if you do have questions... You know, it should be relatively easy to go back and find the answers to them. Uh, but yeah, if you're starting with Days of Future Past, start with Days of Future Past, and then like, hop into some some other weird ass X Men stuff. Are there and, DC movies on DC Universe? Just a random question. Yeah, yeah, they have movies. Um, uh, it's movies and comics and shows. Yeah, uh, and their original shows are actually pretty good, surprisingly. I haven't read a comic book in a really long time. So so long that uh, today I read a page from some book that was just on Reddit, yeah. and I read it backwards. Because <laughs> you're a weeb. Like the word or... bubbles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what comic it was? Or it was the page was Thor oh. at the top. Yeah, it was all the Avengers, but okay. the, the page was Thor at the top yelling, uh, "Give me more giants, Odin! Damn it!" Or something. <laughs> and then all the Avengers were someone was like what's wrong with him and and they're like oh he's just like in a in a he's just having like a rage fight right now he wants to murder more people and they were all reminiscing about their times where they had like a fit of rage and yeah. beat somebody up captain america was like oh yeah mine was when i had a, a spat with hitler <laughs> and spider-man they got the spider-man he was like it was black friday somehow i ended up with a microwave <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised because the the comics world is a buzz about something that happened in Walking Dead. Oh, I just saw it on Twitter when yeah. I looked at the hashtag before. It's interesting. I don't want to spoil it in case you haven't read it, but Alucard says Pokemon sleep. The stronger the snore, the further the Pokemon travels. I get it. Like if you if you snore hard, I don't like it. Well, a friend of ours snores very hard, so we can just give him. Yeah, James. James. <laughs> James. is, a, is like a chainsaw Luckily, going on. We will be sleeping in a completely different. Oh, room. thank you, God! I was actually going to ask you about that. <laughs> he has to sleep with Pacini. Oh, poor Pacini can That's sleep at the foot of our bed if he has to. <laughs> yes, we are sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, <laughs> we're brothers. It's okay. Um. Jacob Rush says, I always imagine that it is really difficult to make a superhero video game, not because of technology, but because you'd be walking a thin line between overpowered and realistic. For instance, I don't think it's it's possible to make a Superman or Hulk game in line with their actual powers, as that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> On the other hand, Batman and Spider-Man work perfectly to a video game because they can have progression in abilities and not be overpowered while still being recognizable to the public. In this respect, I think that a Captain America or Hawkeye slash Green Arrow game would work really well. Thoughts? Well, let me just say that you are completely, without a doubt, 100% wrong that a Hulk game would not work. Uh, because, In fact, we have a whole backlog episode at this film live from PAX East 2019 oh, in Boston, yeah. Massachusetts, about Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction for the GameCube, and it is one of the best superhero games ever made it is the best hulk game ever made because it follows the simple premise of you are the hulk you smash that's it have fun 
uh, I feel like we've gotten this question multiple times yeah. about doing a superhero game. Specifically like, a Superman game. Yeah. I think that the Death and Return of Superman for the Sega Genesis is a pretty good game. It is, but it's it's just a it's just a size for one beat 'em up though. It doesn't yep. like take full advantage of like Superman's abilities. Yeah, you, you know? just to do a good Superman game, you just ignore the abilities. <laughs> I I feel like I think it, the fatigue system is a good is a good yeah. way to do health. You know? Yeah, because that's pretty much like what happened with Hulk with Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Like you, you and get it's tired. how he died. Spoiler alert! And then yeah, the Return of Superman, he just got tired. And yeah, died. basically. So. Um, yeah, no, I think Batman and Spider Man are easier, but it's not impossible to do games based on like the super strong characters. You know, I think I think part of the problem with Superman was they got you know cheap developers to make it. You know, they didn't get like you know the top of the line. They didn't get like an EA or an Activision or an Ubisoft or what have you to like make these games. They got like Titus Interactive and like Infograms and like other crap developers. So and now that Warner Brothers is like a AAA developer, they should have the abilities and the resources and the money to make a good Superman game. They just haven't for whatever reason. Um, I think that they're really creative and they could figure it out. But or developers are really creative mm-hmm. and they can figure it out. But um, I think that <laughs> that the Superman sixty four being one of the worst games of all time, everybody's really scared. To doesn't doesn't game. help matters no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an Unseen 64 video on the Justice League game and the Flash game. And, and the, the Factor 5 Justice uh, Superman game. Yeah, yeah, like, like, and they looked pretty damn good. Yeah. You know? Like, they looked like they had a good idea what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. so it's possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thunder Emblem says, can't wait to sleep with my Magikarp. Okay. Machamp. 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 That's even worse. <laughs> That's more humanoid. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, wait, Machamp is the little, the little one. No, no, Machamp is the, the, for, the forearm one, <laughs> Thank right? Thank God. What is yes, it? Yes, Machamp is the forearm one. All right, mm-hmm. all right, you do you, man. Machop, Machoke, and Machamp. Yeah, yeah. Machop is like the little boy. Like yeah. when you when I'm playing Pokemon Let's Go, I'm like, who let, whose kid is this? Yeah, just walking around in the overworld. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Eddie Rosen says Pokemon Sleep is a great way to data mine lots of biometrics from people. Of various age groups. This data can be sold for a huge profit. It can. Hey, whatever. (laughs) First of all, it's not like they're going to get... It's not like somebody can be like, I want to know exactly how Bob Wolf sleeps every night. Hey, you don't know, man. You guys have a good amount of subscribers. No, I mean, like, you can't call up Niantic and be like, hey, man, I need to know exactly where Bob Wolf was today. Yeah. For the right price, man. <laughs> but like, I have $300,000 to give you right now. Tell me how Bob Wolf sleeps on Tuesdays. <laughs> but also, if somebody did, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Let them know how I sleep. All they're, they would look like, oh man, this Wolf Wolf guy tosses and turns a lot. Yeah. What is he saying in his sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he, does, he, he talks. He does talk. I didn't learn about this until I was married. <laughs> Um, all right, now we're in the actual chat. Yes. And we got $2 from Thomas Nolan. Thank we you. got a dollar. Thomas Nolan donated a dollar twice. Yes. Good job, Thomas. Yeah. Thanks, man. If you guys want to just pick stuff from the chat and read it, go, go right yeah. ahead. Um, I just see people, well, two people complaining <laughs> about us not talking about Pokemon. Scroll back. Yeah. My guy. Yeah. You have the luxury on YouTube of DVR. 
Uh, Pesley says, I want to ask my parents for a Nintendo Switch for Christmas, but with the Pro Controller games and accessories, totals out to $700? What? Should I get it? What? How many games are you getting? Yo, he's getting a golden crusted Pro Controller. Like, is the requirement. <laughs> Do what every kid does. Get the system. Yeah. And one game. Yeah. And then... You, you progress from there. Mm-hmm. Then you buy the Pro Control. Then you buy the next game. You know? I'll also say, I I don't even have a Pro Controller. And I personally, I mean, I know I... that may be blasphemy, <laughs> but... RGT doesn't have one either. I don't have one either. I, I got like third-party knockoffs. You're all crazy. Oh, do you yeah. want an actual Pro Controller knockoff? You want the Pro Controller knockoff? No, I don't want the Pro Controller knockoff. <laughs> I mostly play in portable mode, so mm-hmm. I don't really need one. AJ just yeah. got a pro controller. No, that's not true. Not true. I just bought another one. <laughs> My first one broke. Uh, you didn't have a pro controller for a long time. It was like two months. No. Yeah. It was when like the Switch two... came out? Yeah. It wasn't that much longer after the Switch came out. I thought you didn't have it for a long time. Nope. Nope. You're stupid anyway. <laughs> Magna McNasty wet with a dollar. Thank you. You just like hearing me say your name. <laughs> For what it's worth, you could probably find a lot of that stuff a lot cheaper than you see it right now. Um, a lot of places that you buy the Switch from, like probably have a bundle where you can get one game or even two games or, you know. I'd also suggest if you don't want to just buy one game, you can just ask for like an eShop card for like 50 bucks. And you yeah. Get like three games right there. There's a ton of indie games. I mean, like, especially if you're newer to this stuff, watch some Wolfden videos about what indie games there are to check out. But there's a yes. ton of really, really good ones. Yeah, man. And it's good. Or some game compilations that you can get. Also true. Like the Genesis Classic Collection or the SNK Collection or the Street Fighter Collection or the Your Mother Collection. Ryan Rumsey says, I feel like Will Switch doesn't get touched. Untrue. Uh, I was playing, I'm playing Mortal Kombat on it now, and I was definitely playing it when Resident Evil 4 comes out. Will has never played Breath of the Wild. Everybody uh, give him crap in the comments. That's not true. I played a little bit of it on Bob's Switch. I do not own a copy of it myself. <laughs> the first game you got on your Switch was Sonic Mania, right? Yes. You bought your Switch I bought my Sonic Switch Mania. for Sonic Mania so I can play it on my honeymoon. Because the game came out the week of my wedding. And then he took like three months to get Mario Odyssey, which is also blasphemous. Everyone. True. But I got it on sale. And it was a digital sale. Blasphemous. So I blasphemous. win. <laughs> Retro Tam Games says, hey, not not hate on infograms. You wouldn't be here today talking about video games without them. I don't know what you mean. Because infograms used to be Atari or infograms bought Atari. Okay. And, you know, Atari. Are we knocking on them? I, I said before, like, they made Superman games and they weren't that good. All right, well, their games weren't good. You I can't mean, do anything about that. Yeah, if infograms, like for every one game they put out, they put out like a hundred that weren't. So, facts, man. Five dollars from just a hair. You should give RGT eighty five the fake controller, say it's real, and see how long it takes him to find out it's real. He just wouldn't use it out of yeah. spite. He'd be like, I don't want to use this. I like I like uh, the Joy Cons because I'm weird. Uh, Spencer Bob, it says, hey, fellas, the Pokemon Legendaries are named after the colors of their logos. Zycian, like cyan. Yeah. Mm. Zamazenta magenta. Okay. I get that. 
but they're still both blue. Uh, the shield Zama, is, is more red, I think. Zamazenta should be red on top then, not blue on top. Are the names the same in Japanese? I don't know. A, a lot of Pokemon so. are different. Yeah. I, think, I think almost all of them are different. Yeah. Except for yeah. Pikachu. Right. Mm. Also, Speedy Gonzalez said, with two pounds said, Pokemon Sword Shield or Dual Edition, guys? He did say that. Um, well, you're oh, going to get the Dual Edition. Gun. I don't think I'm going to get the Dual Edition. Is it only because it doesn't come with the Steelbook? Yeah, well, yeah, now that I know that. Yeah. Um, no, I think I just want the digital version. Yeah. I, I want to do what I did with Let's Go and buy the digital version and then get you the physical of the opposite so yeah. that if I want it, I can just take it from right. you. <laughs> but, I, I mean, with the Let's Go, I never even played the mm-hmm. second version. So, um, You didn't even get anywhere in Pokemon Let's Go. No, because I, I, I got distracted and went on to other games that were more interesting to me. <laughs> I don't blame you. How dare you? Joe Ayertz says, after getting the pro, I became a docked boy at home. I don't like the way that sounds. Yeah. Ex- ex- except if something foolish is on the telly. I want you to time yourself out. <laughs> why <laughs> how you settle? Yeah. That. If something is foolish is on the telly, why don't you just switch it to playing your Switch? I think he means like, if uh, something I like is on TV, uh, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to play it portably. Uh, Pablo Z. Joy-Con are godlike, but I'm in fear because they're probably going to be ass in Mario Maker. Uh, I mean, you're going to use the touchscreen to be making stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you guys. You're going to be making stuff about 1% of the time you're playing Mario Maker. Probably. Unless you're... Unless you're super into making super stuff. Super into making yeah. stuff. But... Uh, most people are going to just be playing levels. So don't yeah. get too caught up in how the freaking making part's going to control. And also, the people who are super into making stuff are going to have a great time no matter how the controls of making stuff are. Yeah. You know? They'll find a way. People make, make a way. functional computers in Minecraft. True. <laughs> so, like, do you think that's an intuitive setup to use? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So, it'll, people will have a great time making stuff no matter what. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I do appreciate the way that this Mario Maker is showing off more the playing parts than at least the first one did. Because like seeing the marketing material for the first Mario Maker made it seem like it was mostly about just the ability to make levels in general. Um, which, I mean, is obviously part of it. If nobody did that, then there wouldn't really even be anything. But still, like I think this one's doing a good job of with the like story mode stuff and all that as well. Um, yeah, I was one of those people that thought, like, I, I, I got hooked into that marketing. I thought I was going to be making way more levels than I was going to be playing, and that's yeah. just not at all. Well, what I, it was think, like. I think they want to emphasize the fact that, like, yes, this is a game where you make your own Mario levels, or people can make your own Mario levels. So that's a new concept. Yeah, yeah but I think the best selling point is that you are getting a Mario game, which everybody loves Mario. Yeah, but you're getting limitless levels. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is the biggest selling point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let the record show that Dan Seibert. He put Mario in A tier, which means he hates it. You know? Wait, of of what? Oh, just game franchises? Yeah, of all game, he put Minecraft. How? Wait, a, isn't A tier good? Yes, S. but there oh, S, S exists, and yeah. he oh. put Minecraft over Mario. 
Oh, he well, put Kirby. Then, he put Kirby over Mario. So then Everybody here's what you do. Everybody who's Dan currently Dan. watching us, go to Dan Seibert's uh, Twitter and report him. <laughs> no, don't do that. Go to his YouTube channel. If you're not already subscribed, subscribe and then unsubscribe tomorrow. <laughs> so it looks like he gets like a bump. Yeah. And then he gets effed. <laughs> and, if, and if you're already subscribed, unsubscribe tomorrow, but then resubscribe a day later. Yeah. Um. Mario the franchise is probably the best video game franchise if you take a look at all of the games yeah. and, and average out the rating that they get. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean Zelda's I mean, probably pro if you're going by rating, Zelda's probably yeah. the best. But personally, Mario has the most consistency across mm -hmm. the mainline games of them all being good. I think Mario by far has the most consistency within mm -hmm fan base because like even the zelda fan base is like at war can like constantly of, yeah. like, oh, this Zelda game sucks and this get zelda game sucks and this one's the best no this one's the best but like for mario it's like ah mario games are great man like not many yeah. people are like a mario game the worst game i ever played mario is one of those franchises where if a game's coming out you know it's going to be great and you don't have to mm -hmm. do anything about it you know it's you're just going to get a good game yeah Unless it's like one of the offshoots. You never yeah. know if like a Mario Party game is going to be the good Mario Party game. Mm -hmm. I know that they're all trash, though. You eyes to your mouth. I'm going to leave it off on this question. Ojin says, do you say Mario or Mario? He's <laughs> <laughs> spelled it the same. Luigi. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for That's watching us. That's Green Mario, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We are also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And please, if you listen to us on any of those platforms, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. A uh, big thank you to AJ and Parker from Fanatics 4 for joining us to talk about all things Pokemon and all the other random crap that we decided to talk about on today's show. Thanks for having us. Mm -hmm. I uh, actually linked your YouTube channel in the description. Oh, snap. There you, you know, go. Usually, like, a History. AJ yeah. is also on the streams every single Sunday mm -hmm. here on yeah. YouTube. I'm always here. I'm not important. Parker's the guest here. <laughs> <laughs> and if I always link his YouTube channel mm -hmm. and I always write, check out AJ's channel, youtube.com slash wolfden. <laughs> muscle memory. Same thing, you know. Tomorrow on twitch.tv slash wolfden, I'm going to stream probably Mario Maker, even though I want a redemption in Smash Brothers because I got wrecked yesterday. But That's it'll true. probably be Mario Maker. And then we're yeah. going to stream something on Sunday. I don't know what the hell you're going to stream. You got to be in handheld mode. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks, AJ and Parker. You can follow mm -hmm. them on Twitter also. Oh, what, are your, what are your Twitters? Yeah. At A. McCray, J-R. M-C-R-A-E-J-R. And at Parker Deal. P-A-R-K-E-R-D-E-A-L. There you go. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.